You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 26 of the Corpse Cast. I am Mike, and we got a sexy bitch wearing a rotten cotton t-shirt over there. His name is... Shane! What's Hi! Up, Shane? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'll tell you what, man. I am excited as shit to be recording tonight, man. It's, you know, and the thing is, it's not like I've had a bad week. You know, yeah. it's, it's not like, it's not like, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, everything's terrible in the world. Well, everything right now actually kind of is terrible in the world, but I'm having a great week, whatever. And to I, top it off, I get to show up at your house, and we get to chill out and talk relax. some horror. What's up, man? You remember when I said that I re- was totally relaxed last time we were here? Yeah. I'm way relaxed now, only because everything that we set out to accomplish has been accomplished. We made a goal, and we and we um, we hit it, baby. From the Super Secret Project, mm-hmm. the live show, the rock jam, oh, yeah. the padded room, which I felt we connected right away Dude, with. those guys were awesome. I had a freaking great time, man. Did you feel like we connected like the minute we met up with them? You know you know what's cool about that is they walked in, and I guess through the podcast, I mean, obviously we'd never met before or anything like that, so we didn't like really know them, but they were exactly who they were on their show, so yeah. it's like, you know, whatever, that's cool. You know, that's... They that. were everything I thought they would be. And more. And more. The, the ones, a couple of them made me want to work out really hard every day. <laughs> and the other two made me go, you know, I'm doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Well, I'll tell you what. Those guys were awesome. Had a great time. You know what was cool, too, is when we were recording... It's funny because we started recording and then, you know, through, I, you listened to the, to the episode. I haven't listened to it. I just kind of threw it up there, whatever. I haven't had a chance to, to uh, listen to it. But it seemed like we were sitting there and all of a sudden people started showing up and then yeah. they came around. We had, uh, Morrissey of Utah, yeah. Jesus and Slaves, we, which is the same person. Uh, I don't want to sound like we had like Troy. Dude, we had Troy there. We had uh, Brian, tow truck Brian. Cody. We had Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. All those guys. You know, and it was and it, it just was a great time, man. We were just sitting in there, um, you know, in the back, in the back. I don't know what that is. It used to. It looks like it used to be kind of a bar, yeah, or it was, whatever. It but was supposed to be a double bar for like all the you know the massive people that come through. <laughs> two bars. Listen, man. Let me tell you something about Friday night in the Die Monster Die show. That was one of the biggest and bloodiest shows that I. I've been to Burt's that I've seen at Burt's for quite some time. Yeah. You know that it's bloody when the people that work at Burt's are complaining that they have to pull out a mop. Good, good for, you know what? Those people just, they, 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 I love the people at Burt's, but that's good for them, man. They were, that place was hopping, baby. Yeah, it was a fun Time. And there were tons of people there. Even Brian from Hamica showed up. Yeah, and, uh, Brian was there. And you know, and it's like, oh man, it was just having all the friends around there. And and the, you know what? The you know what? One of the best parts was is Ruben. I hadn't seen Ruben from Ruby. Die Monster. No. Or, or sorry, Sticky Nicks from uh, yeah. Die Monster Die in a long time. God, it was good to see his smile. You were face, stoked man. to see him. I miss that guy, man. He's you one said of the that awesome for a while dudes. though. You're like. Is Ruben gonna be there, man? I, well, I I, I, I like Ruben. Yeah. What are you gonna awesome. do? I love that guy, man. 
Yeah, he's a good boy. He, he's a great boy. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, but it's good to be back sitting here. Uh, you know what? And the thing is, is usually we have to do, uh, or, well, lately we've been having to do super secret and then this. Yeah. Now we're just chilling out. We're done with super secret for, well, next week we're gonna, we're gonna kick it back up. Um, and actually super secret's gonna start, um, early to mid August. I, I actually talked with the guys who are running that stuff and, uh, God, these guys, you know, people, all I'm saying is, is go get your Roku boxes. First of all, cause they kick, they kick freaking ass. I love. Them. I'm gonna get one, dude. I they just the more I hear people talk about it, it's like oh, listen. I, I didn't. I didn't realize how. I didn't realize how awesome they work. So I figured, yeah, it's a way to watch your Netflix and Hulu. But I have an Xbox. I have a PlayStation Three and stuff like that. I can do all that shit on that. But the thing is, is is uh, it's almost like the new that the, uh, what do you call that? Like public access TV. Right. Like people are putting up their channels and stuff like that. It's unreal. What? That's you know? awesome. Plus, I can watch a lot of, of football games, like yeah. old old football games. Like I've, I watched oh, yeah. almost the whole last season of uh, Cougar football, and uh, <laughs> and you were angry and pissed. No, off I off. no, I only watched the wins. Which, but they got ten wins last year, so that's a lot of games. Okay. Okay. All right. You don't don't look. What the me. fuck is that all about, though? You only watch the wins, dude. Couldn't you, couldn't you like get involved and no, write emails I, to them, going, "Here's where you fucked up." No, no, no. I could. But but thing is is my wife kept, kept my ask, my wife kind of asked me the same thing she's like Mike you went to these you went to half these games right and you watch you watched them all last year what are you doing and I said honey I'm watching film okay because you know that's what you do when you're a football guy you, you know you go to practice and afterward you watch film to see what you could do better right but don't they watch the film that's bad the, the oh they years? do they but I don't got to do that I don't have well, to do that at all okay all you got to do is die right. And and shit sometimes and shit. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Speaking of shit, guess what we're doing after uh, we record here? Yeah, we're doing the video. The I lost to Johnny Krug in a in oh, a. Dude, uh, I can't wait for this freaking... man because it's gonna be nasty. Dude, I can just tell. Already. You know what I did? Uh, you know, it's funny because I'm like, well, how am I gonna get how am I gonna get egg salad to Shane's house? So after work, I went to a I went to a a fresh market, a, a grocery store here, and I went and picked up a couple of boiled eggs and got some uh, mayonnaise and mustard packets. So basically, for the video, we're gonna have everything. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have video of making it and how sloshy. And, and listen, for the video, I'm gonna uh, put up what I'm watching. And so see, people that will know. is that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that is the way you do it. So in the corner, they can see yes. the scene you're watching. They'll see what. Yes, and that will be. People, it's gnarly. Slaughtered vomit dolls is not for the weak of stomach. I feel like I'm weak of stomach since I was, uh, I went through it the other day trying to think of where I should start, you know, the grossest part. Yeah. You know, where I could, she kind of start it. I was dry even without the egg salad. Oh, shit. So this is going to be so disgusting. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, okay. So, what, and you know what's weird is that I'm going to be filming you yes. the entire time you're right. eating egg salad sandwich. And it's going to be great. So, I'm not even going to see until I watch the video. I might hear some gurgling and irking. Well, whatever. if you really want, I brought. Or I'm just gonna watch it on my laptop while we're here. I'm just gonna watch it there, and and you, you're welcome to. Uh, you're welcome. No, to, I'm filming you. I'm 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 Steven Sparkenberg. Okay, all right. I'm I'm filming you, and then I'm gonna go. Oh, that's what he was watching. Yes. That's disgusting. Yeah, and that's exactly what you'll say too. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh, dude. Um, we got to pump that volume, though, because I want to hear any nasty shit that's going on. Dude, trust me. You will not be disappointed. Uh, I, I promise you right there. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, man, you know, I mean, that's that's basically been the week. Listen, next week, my family's going to be out of town all week. So, I mean, hopefully some gnarly shit happens, some awesome fun times. But I don't think it's going to be as fun as we had last week with... Uh, 
with padded the, the padded room, room and, and that whole Die Monster Die show and all that stuff. You and know what? Didn't, are, didn't you guys just sign up to do an East Coast, uh, uh, you know, a few dates in Michigan or no, something? No, 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 no. We're, 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 we're tentatively going to play in May. 2013. In, uh, Arizona. Oh, cool. And we might roll a couple dates out around that. Okay, but, so it's you know, still in I this mean, region. I, yeah, it's it's all about L.A. 2013. Oh, okay. April. All right. So well, I got to come back. I got to. Well, that's you know, in March. That, that's in March. Is it so, in March? Yeah, or I think it's in oh, March. Well, it might be I March. I thought it was April. April. Maybe it is. Maybe you're right. But And then in May, go out and do a couple go shows. Go do some rocking. I know a couple of people from uh, Arizona, Levi and McBastard and all that stuff. They yeah. should head out there. Go Ooh. check it out. It, but thing, yeah, well, Levi's come better come to uh, to L.A. because it's not that far from you. Yeah, All right. no shit. So you better be there, brother. Start saving your start saving your shekels now. Yep. Man, that's all I got. That's um, all I got. So man. I'm just kicked back. I'm relaxing. Absolutely. This, this is truly the breakdown. This is like total <laughs> relaxation. I don't have to worry about nothing going on. It's still nothing early. Nothing upcoming. So we don't have nothing. to. We don't have to rush through anything. It's early. We got all night, baby. We we yeah. We just kick back and enjoy ourselves. I like that. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let me remind everybody of what the question of the episode was before we go on. Um, also, I forgot to mention that I, that, uh, when, uh, after the voicemails and stuff like that, I've got a special treat for people. Uh, pre, I, uh, this week I recorded with a special guest. Right. And, uh, I'm going to go and ahead. I've and I've got an urban legend too. Well, so well I'm, I'm that, stoked. That's going to be out. And plus, I think a few people from Utah called in. So that's great news. You know, we, we, yeah. we get to learn something that I can actually go check and out. And I'll just go ahead and put a big fucking X through my shit if someone calls in from Utah and goes, let me tell you this story of blank. Right. And I'll go, <laughs> All right. So here's the question of the episode. Uh, what's an urban legend from your neck of the woods? And be descriptive, people. Yeah. So why don't we do this? Why don't we, why don't we go ahead and just uh, start trudging through the voicemails? Sounds good. Shane, Mike. Yo. Sam in Portland, Maine. So Sam. Uh, thought I'd drop you a line on the bus. Tell me on the bump. No. Um, I just watched Martyrs, um, oh. Oh, yeah. and yes. I'll tell you what, um, it didn't uh, make me want to turn it off. It wasn't so grotesque. I mean, the whole skinless part kind of reminded me of um, Hellraiser a little bit, so that part didn't <laughs> right. shock me too much. Right. The only thing that really got to me was I knew it was coming. I didn't know how bad it was going to be. Um, and I'm looking at the DVD player, and I'm like, okay, there's 30 minutes left. Yep. I've got to get it. There's 20 minutes left. <laughs> and I knew that the last 15 would just be, you know, intense. I, I hope we didn't spoil it for you. And um, I just wanted to call and let you know that I saw that flick. And, Sweet, uh, dude. Um, I'm looking forward to um, not necessarily your recommendation for the next film, but uh, <laughs> just an idea of something to watch and that sort of thing. Um, we got a but, fun um, one though today. You know, so. Hell yeah! Guys and uh, keep it up, and uh, uh, I'll be listening. Bye. Sweet dude, there you go, Sam. I don't remember him calling in. No, he's called in before. Has he? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. Sam, I'm sorry. I Sam, love Sam you, from Sam. Portland, Maine. Portland, not Maine. not the Portland that uh, that we know and love. Yeah, but the other. Portland. Do we love it though? I don't love it. Uh, I don't, I don't really love it. You know what's funny is I almost moved out to Portland, Oregon for a for a job. But then I, you know, I went out there. They flew me out to do an interview and stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't know. 
It, it was beautiful. It was a great, Oregon's a great, beautiful. People in Portland, Oregon, they always say, I can't live without the rain. Mm, it's, and it's like, like mm, I can. I was, there, I was there for three days. It didn't stop raining. It really did not. Yeah. It didn't stop raining at all. Well, I can do just listen, fine without We're rain. not, we're not bagging on it. I'm just saying to each their own. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 the reason that I ended up uh, not going there wasn't because I, you know, I probably would have taken the job there if my current, uh, the, the, the company I work for didn't match. You know, right. but uh, but I'm kind of happy. I so like it people here. in Portland, Oregon, call in. Call. First time caller, long time listener, call okay. in. Do you know anybody from Portland? <laughs> people, no. he's shaking his head. He's shaking his no. head. He's, he's saying no, but he's lying. He he knows people from Portland. Anyway, speaking of uh, the Pacific Northwest, here's Stacy. Hey guys, uh, this is Stace from Creepy Kitch. First of all, when my cat meows, he he does it in a you know he has a a variety of of choices. He'll do the meow when he's in the kitchen talking to himself. But if he's hungry, he'll come up to you and go meow 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 meow. He's the only cat I know who uh, likes syllables. See, Mike, this is what happens when you don't take me seriously. You're a cat whisperer. Anyway, uh, urban legends local to our area. Let's hear it. Well, we've got the big ones. We've got Bigfoot, you know, oh, right. things of that nature, yep. um, who well, I, I personally do believe exists, but that's because I have lived in the Pacific Northwest and the Redwoods, and uh, when you're out there at night, you believe in all kinds of things. <laughs> we also have another urban yeah. legend, which I think is awesome, and that's the arboreal squid or octopus, I'm what? not sure which, and that's the belief that there's an octopus that lives in a tree, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, specifically... Local to my area, we have a couple of doozies. We've got a cool one, which is uh, actually a, a ghost, a, a local ghost story um, on campus, and it's Lola in Kamola Hall. So you know Lola and Kamola. Okay. And the idea is is that uh, she was going to school during World War II, back when Central was primarily a uh, state normal school, which means that you know that's where you went to if you want to become a teacher. Sure. I don't know why they. Hitch normal on there since most of the teachers I know are fucking freaks. <laughs> anyway, um, my brother is included in that. Anyway, nice. so the idea is is that she received, you know, one of the. We're sorry to contact you, but your fiance was killed in battle. Yikes! And in a fit of despondency, she lived on the fourth floor. Um, she hung herself. Cool. Well, to add insult to injury, um, it turns out they had gotten her confused with another woman and her oh, fiance was not in this. fact dead. Oh no way. So the story goes that you have Lola haunting Kamala Hall because she killed herself and couldn't find her love on the other side. Oh that basically. sucks balls. So I mean I would imagine he's since passed on <laughs> so I don't know if maybe maybe they're both there and just think it's funny to torment co-eds. I kind of like the idea of that personally. Especially if they're hot. Um, I have a couple of friends who have seen spooky things. It's not uncommon when you're walking down one of the hallways in Kamala there's a uh, used to be I don't I haven't I haven't been in Kamala in probably ten years but there used to be a mirrored trophy case sort of in the main area and it wasn't uncommon to be walking along glance into the mirror and see a woman walking behind you oh. yet when you turned around nobody was there that happened to a couple of friends of mine um, really? weirdly the fourth floor of Kamala is closed and the claim is that it's not up to code but what makes that a little 
interesting is the fact that Central is perpetually running out of space, especially for dormitories. So you would think that if all was, that was needed to open an entire floor of a dormitory would be to bring the wiring up to code, they'd be all over that shit <laughs> like ants on a picnic. Uh, and I had a friend who her dorm room was underneath the uh, supposed area. It was supposed to be underneath Lola's old room. And even though nobody was supposed to be on the fourth floor, she would hear stomping and dragging noises up there at all hours of the night. So that's a little creepy. And hilariously, I have no idea if this has anything to do with the ghost or not, but there was also a pop machine in Kamala Hall that was weird that uh, liked to chuck uh, cans of pop at you when you tried to get something out of it. Nice. And if it couldn't hey. hit you with a pop can, it would then try and hit you with three nickels that it would shoot out at you. Dude, I would take it. I don't it. know if that's Lola or I'd get hit you know, for 15 cents. Being an asshole that and reminds me of my old stripping days. Uh, so that's kind of a cool ghost story you know, here in town. And now let's get on to the bullshit. Oh dear. Urban legends. Oh dear. My two personal favorites would be one that everybody has heard of if they have any kind of an exposure to um, sort of cryptozoology, urban legends, you know, that kind of UFO kind of stuff. And that's Mel's Hole. Now, first of all, I just want to reassure people that if you believe in Mel's Hole, you're a goddamn idiot. <laughs> I mean, you, you're a motherfucking moron on levels that defy description, to be perfectly frank. I, I would need either. a thesaurus and a week of preparation to adequately, adequately come up with a verbal equivalent of how fucking stupid you are if you believe in Mel's Hole. <laughs> Mel's Hole does not exist. Stop harassing the local farmers. Is that Mel? The Mel idea was Mel's some jack wagon named Mel Alice Waters Alice? called up Art Bell because Mel's God knows hole. if there's a reliable source out there <laughs> Art Bell is certainly leading the Order pack, and claimed that he had a hole that some people said it was it went straight to hell. Other people say that it it has no depth. There was some bullshit about somebody threw a dead dog in it, and the dog came back to life. But I don't know if Ooh, it's like the dog came back to life shit. and the hole shot it back oh. out or what. I mean, you know, there's a bunch of questions here that aren't answered. And supposedly somebody tried to measure it with six hundred feet of fishing line or something stupid like that but it ran you know it ran out it's before it reached hole. the bottom and it's bullshit nobody named mel waters lives in the area nobody named mel waters has ever fucking lived in the area <laughs> the only quote-unquote secret government installation in this area is between ellensburg and yakima and i've been there because i had when uh i was under 23 <laughs> i had to get my military id card renewed oh really <laughs> so to recap, if you believe in Mel, or if you believe in Mel's hole, you're a fucking idiot. Oh wow! My next favorite, Order you've got to be fucking digging. kidding me, story was. Uh, now kiss my. I swear penis. to God, I think this was started entirely by the person who used to own the UPS uh, franchise here in town. There's a building. It's it's two different businesses, and it's a building that's you know it's it's been split. So on one half, it's the local um, uh, uh, U-Haul. Sorry, not U, not UPS U-Haul. And then on the other side is Independent Auto, which is actually a really great little independently owned auto uh, repair shop. And oh, good for small business. The guy who owns the U-Haul franchise has apparently claimed that the building is haunted, although I've asked the guy on the other side, and he says that that's total bullshit, and I'm kind of more inclined to believe him. But it's the story of why it's haunted that makes it so deliciously stupid. Let's hear it. The belief was that during the 19th century, there was an inbred, satanic, cannibal killer. Wow, that's he's got all the 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 yes. market credentials there. Yeah, drink that in. <laughs> Who, in a fit of I don't know, inbred, satanic cannibalistic Shit lunacy happens. went nuts and murdered his family who i 
presume his parents were brother and sister since everybody really likes to point out that he was inbred and ate part <laughs> of them and sacrificed them to the devil and all kinds of shit but the problem with that is, <laughs> is that the supposed like dates that this happened Ellensburg hadn't been established as a city yet not to mention the fact that Satanism as an idea of self-identification uh, I'm pretty sure was started in the 20th century so you know sorry to poke holes in your inbred cannibalistic satanist story but i'm afraid i'm gonna have to call shenanigans on that one oh so anyway um (laughs) yeah i ran out of steam it's hot here it's It's storming i I need to take a shower (laughs) and get my hair did cannibal satanic Um, inbred yeah if you believe in mel's hole you're you're drooling incompetent of the level of which i utterly lack the ability to to describe (laughs) and also I like living in Ellensburg, but it can be pretty fucking creepy sometimes. Like, I had a friend in high school, we used to joke that um, Ellensburg was like the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks. And the reason for that is because, in part, because Twin Peaks was filmed like an hour from here. David Lynch is actually from Spokane. David Lynch, Also referred to sometimes as goddamn filthy Spokane by its uh, inhabitants. I've been to Spokane. You want serial killers, go to Spokane. Sucks balls. And, but... I mean, it's uh, great. Twin Peaks was filmed on Snow... Uh, in Snoqualmie Pass, which is between Ellensburg and Seattle. I got to pause it. I got to pause it real quick. My favorite part of Spokane, yeah. Washington, yeah. on the TV, there's a channel you can get. Uh-huh. It's got like light jazz going, dudes, do, 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 <laughs> and it shows you mug shots of people they're looking for. Oh, are you serious? With cool jazz in the background? Yeah, it's like show a mug shot and go, you know, Wendy, she's, you know, 59 years old, wanted for a crack charge. Dude, okay. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some trivia here, okay? Yeah. And, uh, what Utah folk hero was from Spokane, Washington? Folk hero. What folk hero from Utah? In Utah. In Utah. He's a hero here in Utah. I know it's gonna be basketball. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Carly Malone. Nope, you're close. He was from. He went to Louisiana Tech. But John Stockton. Was oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. I was way close on that. You were close because that's Stockton's the double about, team. That's let, the let double you, banger. Let me tell you about something about Spokane too. We, I, I went up there years ago. Okay, and I haven't been back. But I want to go back there because Gonzaga is there, and they're a big rival of my favorite basketball team. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'll probably make it back up there though. And Spokane's not great. No. Okay, whatever. It's a nasty part. It's where they kick all the people, you know, like the Except nasty. Except for John Stockton's from there. The nasty yucky. I hear, dude, I hear you. In Seattle. <laughs> I like hear in, you, in, dude. Like in, yeah, Seattle, they're like, <laughs> go to Spokane, you disgusting listen, pigs. Listen, you uh, inbred uh, satanic sons of bitches. Why don't you go to say, Spokane? It's a triple threat, dude. <laughs> so in fact, close. you can still drive around yep. and see some of the buildings that, you know, were like the primary stops in the show. And uh, and then my friend was really into Twin Peaks. I mean, like anybody gives a shit about this story, I know. And anyway, <laughs> Ellensburg is fun, but sometimes there's like there's there's some creepy little pockets here. Sometimes I mean, it's not like dairy from it or anything like that. But <laughs> there are a couple of places I would hesitate to go tromping through. Let's just put it like that. And also, if you're a rock hound and you're looking for Ellensburg blues, you damn well better ask for permission before you go trotting through somebody's yard, or your ass is going to get shot, and you're going to fucking deserve it. Nice. Doubly so for people looking for Mel's goddamn hole. Anyway, (laughs) love ya!
Thanks. So we love YouTube waiting for that. <laughs> Dude, that, I love that call. There's a lot of things on that call that I that I listen. That makes me want to go visit there again. You know, I don't know. I'm probably I'm, I'm actually probably going to take a trip there. I may or may not take a trip there in the next year or two uh, to follow a basketball team. But you know, whatever. We'll see. Okay. Good. Mel's hole. You had me at Mel's hole. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go see Mel's hole. Dude, uh, guess who called in? Jake the Snake. Jake. Hey, Mike and Shane. Jake the Snake. What's here. up? First of all, great episode on the Friday the 13th. That was fun table. as shit, by the way. Not like you guys had a pretty good Friday the 13th. Mine, yeah, we did. Yeah, we it, did. It, it, it could have been better, that's all I'm going to say. What? Really, yeah, a little Pause. bit of drama that happened. To, huh? Yeah, but uh, What's I, he talking about? Some drama that happened? I paused it, by the way. Some weird drama that happened? By the way, I went home that night and got laid. Really? Yes. Friday the 13th? Absolutely. Except for it was Saturday the 14th by that time. Oh, but whatever. Ember was like, hey, easy, easy. What's up, <laughs> pig man? She's like, it's your holiday, What's buddy. up, rag man? What's up, rag man? It's time to yeah, go. Rag time man. to go. Oh, shit. All right, sorry. Fucking hey, I got my mind I just don't know how it could have been better is what I'm saying. Mm. And, uh, okay, so calling in for the question of the episode about urban legends in your area. Uh, <clears throat> I tried looking for some in, well, my current city of uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, Des Moines, I find not. anything that kind of stands out, you know. I don't know why. So I decided to go to my hometown, little small town in Iowa, and... There is this uh, graveyard about nice. at least uh, five minutes out from my town, and uh, there's Moines? like a local legend it's about like that Keith's graveyard. In like, the early 1900s, <laughs> there was a uh, a man who killed his pregnant wife with a shovel. Oh, what a dick! And well, not only does he haunt the cemetery. A man known as Shovel Man. Whoa! But also, sometimes you could hear the baby crying. The unborn baby? At midnight. You know, that's always midnight. Yeah, I mean, of course. never <laughs> 10, 45, never Shovel, 11, baby, 13. Midnight. Throwing out random ass numbers there. Always midnight. You know, you know that? Hmm. You know, my early years. I got to pause it for a second. You know how I got this microphone right in front of my face? Yeah. I felt like some nose hair poking out and getting on it, Touching so I just ripped out. it out. <sighs> Holy shit, that hurt like a yeah. motherfucker. Or a mother, yeah. mother effer. Here we go. Cahants. Of, uh, of uh, college, you know, a bunch of me and my friends always loved going out there sometimes. I mean, we, we weren't raiding any hell. I mean, we are just trying to see. You're college kids. kids. That's what you're supposed to do, brother. Anything. Jake and Robotus are not raising hell. Poor shit. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> it was the Halloween night, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what better time to go out there? No better time. And while we're out there, we noticed a car coming up, so we're hiding Wallets behind packed a bunch full of condoms. <laughs> while this car slowly, nice, slowly passes by. Perhaps <laughs> they checking out the license plate of my car there. Uh, yeah, has to be my car, doesn't it? Right. Oh, shit. Uh, after a while, this car does go away, and 
as we're just getting up, suddenly, right behind us, we hear a freaking womanly scream. Was it from you, Jake? Like, I would go louder, but it's like past one, and I've got paper-thin walls in my apartment. I'm not wanting the cops call on me. Sure. Get a chick to come uh, over and go, damn, what party's way. going on over here? That. We <laughs> rushed right back to my car and got the hell out nice, of there, dude. man. Freaky as shit, yo. Um, yeah. That's all. That's my urban legend story, and and the words of Forrest Gump. That's all I gotta say about that. Nice, Bye-bye. nice, dude. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and make a make a an assumption. Okay, okay. That, that Jake says he didn't like raise a lot of hell there, but I'm gonna guess that that on more than one occasion, people were going to the store, going to the Walgreens. Okay, yeah. trying to find some Robitussin for their kids and shit, and it was all gone. Yeah, it was all they were. Out of it, okay? Because Jake- all the condoms and all the Robitussin <laughs> were gone on that Halloween night. There's an urban legend. Oh, for there you. you go. And Jake the Snake, you are you are the uh, the the subject of that urban legend. But all right, dude. And I went into the Walgreens, and all the condoms <laughs> and, and all Robitussin. the Robitussin were gone. I wanted to put the baby down for sleepy time, and I wanted to get on my lady, and I couldn't do it because there were no more Robo. And all the meanwhile, Jake is screaming in the woods. <laughs> like a woman, right? <laughs> oh, we have a first-time caller coming up next. Sweet! Uh, a young lady named uh, Katie Rotz. Katie Rotz? You I know her. Hey, I'm Lady Shane. It's yep. Katie Rotz. What's calling up? Calling about your Friday the 13th cast. Oh, cool. Um, I've been waiting to call the bone phone. I feel like this is, you know, a miraculous occasion. I guess it's not the right word, but... No, you know, it I've is. been singing the bone phone song so long. I just had to be a part of it. Um, <laughs> before I talk about what I'm calling about, I just need to say that Shane, you're a sexy beast. He is. And I love oh. you, bro. Oh, my gosh, he uh, is. No offense to Mike, it's just hard to keep up with that level of sexy. No, no, it's so, true. It's absolutely true. Your question of the episode, um, Urban Legends, we actually did a cast on this, but we don't really have any local legends except Gravity Hill, which is pretty lame because everyone has it. However... Wait, first of all, first of all, okay, yes, let's stop this. Katie Rotz did a cast on it. Which cast is that? <sighs> on Urban Myths? No, no, no. What, 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 what... What podcast is Katie Rotz on? She's on Rotten Rantings. I listen oh, every week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll have to start checking it out for sure. And do you know where she's from? Pennsylvania. Uh, PA. What's that? Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. You, yeah. you want to know why? Because in Colorado, when I lived over there, we had a Gravity Hill, too. So she's right. I know. Everybody has And one. we had one in Salt Lake. We do? By the Capitol. Oh, okay. That, I've never that been there. That street that if you... you like right the round the, where all the rich people have... And then the, what, Elizabeth? Right by the Capitol building, that street that goes down that they turn to a one-way. Okay, yeah. That used to be Gravity Hill. This is... I no mean, we're talking okay. We're talking like when my mom was a kid. Okay. But they would go to Capitol Hill... And then you could do that same gravity. Really? Hole thing. Yeah. How about that? Okay, cool. Here, here let's uh, let's get on with this. Our show. local news coverage of said Gravity Hill was hysterical, and <laughs> our locals are very herp derp. So um, we also live close to Jersey, but we don't really want to admit that. But there's a lot of Jersey from there. To think of. 
So the Did main reason I'm calling, though, is I wanted to talk about Friday the 13th, because okay. I have to agree that it's, you know, it's my favorite horror movie Mine franchise. Too. Absolutely. I probably display my Jason tattoo when I'm... Can I, can I pause? I'm pausing it one more time. I, sorry, sorry. You're Katie, becoming the, the queen of the, the pause. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, listen, um, here's the thing. I, we, when we went over and recorded that at Burt's, yeah. I had a lot of notes. I mean, I had a shit ton of notes, but the thing is, is when we got out there the and when it got rolling, it just went out the window. I mean, the, the, the show ended up being what, about an hour, 15 minutes or something yeah. like that. But the thing is, is I, I did so much, like so much studying for You're that. watching two movies so many movies. Yeah, exactly. And when we, when it all came down, it's like, oh shit, we're, we're, this thing's on. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, one of these days, maybe we'll have to talk about it, even though me and Sam did on the on the uh, cadaver lab, but anyway, I just I just thought it was funny how we got there. Everything got rolling, and it, it just became it uh, spiraled out of control. It was control chaos, which is perfect. Never possible, and um, I'm going to agree with Mr. Diablo and say that part two was the best. Tater sack. Although I disagree about the burlap sack. <laughs> oh. I really love the hockey mask, and I know I it wasn't too, what was there originally, but it's you. so iconic. <laughs> And it's what I had tattooed on me, of course. So uh, yeah, nobody has I a tattoo. I also had to laugh talking about in space being like a negative connotation because we talked about that when we reviewed a leprechaun in space and Jason sure. X. Yeah, crap. Basically, you think of being in space as jumping the shark, but Jason X is much better than that. Agreed. And I have to agree with whoever said it on your show because what I liked, some of the things that I liked best about Jason X were the two death scenes with the liquid nitrogen and the sleeping bags against each other. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys was, in regards to the remake, what your thoughts were on Jason keeping a hostage. For some reason, in spite of the mom connection they try to play out, it really bothered me. I have to admit, though, the rest of the remake, I, I kind of liked it, but I think it's just because I like anything Jason. I'm team Voorhees all the way. Right. Baby. Remember, guys... Jason, Jason isn't just mad; he's straight edge. All right, oh, I will yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Because wow. he don't like sex, he don't like drinking, smoking, nothing. Good for him. Good for straight him. edge. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is uh, I. It's not that I didn't care for the for the remake because I did. I mean, I liked it, and, and I didn't I, mind it. I actually met uh, Derek Mears, the guy who played uh, Jason in the remake, and he's a freaking cool dude i mean yeah. he, he was really cool i saw him at horror hound and he he actually took a minute to talk you know whatever was kane hotter there uh no kane yes Hell, yes 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 he was they separated yes, was. them for sure you know what's funny is is uh kane hotter was in like the like the not the main room even wouldn't you like to see like a chest bump like them in the hallway dude, kane, Hot, yeah. kane hotter is not nearly Son as tall as Derek mears if i'm if i'm not mistaken yeah that dude's a big dude you know you know what's funny too is uh they stuck uh if i remember right they stuck kane hotter right next to mushroom head and mushroom head was like like uh playing the their band? music yeah the band mushroom head holy crap yeah and I, I i don't know i've never really been into mushroom head only because i mean i don't know if yeah they, that's poo is it i've never even really heard anything they have they played there that night and I was too busy hanging out with friends, shall we say, yeah. to uh, to even go bother with that. But no, but Derek Mears, I, I mean, I got both their autographs. It was awesome. You know, Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder doesn't. I mean, I I feel like I'm bigger than Kane Hodder, so it was weird. It's kind of weird. Watch <laughs> well, the TV. Yeah. No. Absolutely. The filming it. Uh, makes you look listen, like I'm a, not. I'm not trying to insult. I me. I say let's start a petition for you to, to be, be the next Jason. The next Jason. No, I'm too. 
No, I'm too dubby. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Troy called in from uh, Troy SLC, baby. Nice. Gentlemen, how's your night? Who's he talking Day, to? He said gentlemen. Afternoon or week. Anyway, this is Troy from Salt Lake and calling back and uh, give you salutations for the Friday the 13th. Oh, so much uh, fun, dude. Warm greetings you gave me and uh, to meet everybody from the uh, call-ins on the podcast. Nice. See them face-to-face and see what they look like and uh, their handsome voices are their voices for radio. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. awful fun. And uh, calling in for some uh, ghost stories and urban legends from old Salt Lake. Oh, we love Utah. it. I'm probably not going to be the only one that's going to be uh, quoting some of the ones that I've actually witnessed or heard or whatever or went on a ghost adventure. Nice. Anyway, uh, last year I went on a little adventure and, you know, try to find all these things out that I've actually been to through, through the past and uh, <clears throat> to see where they were now and uh, see what things kind of occur. But anyway, uh, Utah has kind of a dark past Ooh. <laughs> due to the fact of a lot of things that are kind of told through a lot of different things and, of course, the LBS. Uh, huh? religion. Right. Anyway, sure. um, uh, back in probably about 86, I went to a thing where everybody told me to go and, and friends and everything, and it's called Emo's Grave. Oh, yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emo's I've Grave heard is that. kind of like supposed to be all known uh, to be the first satanic worshiper of Salt Lake City, Utah, really? or Utah in general. I've never heard that. Uh, it turns out that That's I've done some research and it's not. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, when I was a kid, I was like, pretty fascinated by it. And of course, of all the mausoleums and crypts and stuff in the old Salt Lake City Cemetery. Right up in the avenues? Um, so anyway, we did that whole chanting, emo, 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 you know, kind of like the Candyman thing, you know. Nothing happened, you know, and then of course all these, you know, other passerbys or people creeping around in the bushes, you know, to scare other people into it. <laughs> didn't see a face or anything, but, you know, you just get that eerie feeling you're in a cemetery at night. Right. That's sake, fun, dude. Going, what the hell am I doing here? You know, <laughs> feeling. And, uh, of course, Gravity Hill, covered by the Capitol. Oh, yeah, there you Canyon go. Grove. It's kind of a creepy area. But Gravity Hill is like where you can put your car in neutral and it'll roll forward or backwards into different directions, you know, of different time zones or whatever. I've never <laughs> really seen anything. It kind of moved. My car moved back at that It's funny. I've never been to the one here, but I've been to the one in Colorado. No. I didn't do that last year because, of course, I don't have a car. So anyway, no, it's, uh, it's hard uh, not to do. Kind of a, you know, a little bit of another <laughs> spectator thing for ghost hunters and whatnot. Um, did another... Uh, research thing that I've always heard about too is about Jean Baptiste I think his name was Baptist he was the first serial killer of Salt Lake City nice. grave robber actually really kind of like, uh, Salt Lake's uh, version of Ed Dean he robbed Yikes. graves I didn't know we had you one know, take uh, jewelry clothing we're legit like that and you know there's probably more <laughs> to this legend um, so anyway they uh, you know instead of just putting him in prison he they a lot of the LDS church thought, you know, he was, you know, sick in the head, of course, and and they uh, put a ball and chain around his ankle and put him out on Antelope Island out there in the Great Salt Lake. Oh, really? Wow. At that I time, there was no uh, roads out there to take you out there to kind of have a picnic or whatever. You can go. Yeah, you can go so out they, there, man. Uh, 
if you go before out the there, late or something. Kind of went out to check on him. Just gotta him, watch you know, out for that cold spot. <laughs> um, lunch or dinner and whatnot, and uh, lo and behold, he was gone. So anyway, who knows where he went? Um, the other one that I. Uh, kind of currently uh, fell off the radar was uh, a gravestone up in that Salt Lake Cemetery called her name was Lily E. Gray and she well, had okay. a, a quotation at the bottom of it said victim of the beast 666 oh yeah no way really yeah I, yeah, I remember yeah, that so one. a lot of people on more research was saying that, that it was something due to the fact that uh, um, the government had, had robbed her of her disability or or something like that, and her husband that had, you know, had a vengeful, you know, saying that the beast was the government, and and uh, <laughs> you know, that he'd get something, whatever, out of the whole thing. So anyway, further on, the Kays Cross out in Kaysville, Utah. Mike, you might know where about this. Is yeah, that. I do. I know exactly it's where that is. Satanic, you know. Well, I've been there. I forgot about uh, that one. And it's been uh, since high school. Kind of close by to me, there's a place called Hobbitville. Actually, yep. it's just a little uh, grove up into this big creepy house. That Not to be opposed with Hobbit Land of, uh, that's just right up on You've never heard of Hobbitville? No, but there's oh, yeah. and birds. And oh, is that true? Yeah. Mm. They have like this little area. 1865 South 13th East. Hobbit Land. My special guest mentions Hobbitville. You know, shake the bushes or somebody with a gun or whatever, and they would scare them out. They'd run across the street and get in a car and giggle and laugh and whatever. So I, uh, went out there one time and kind of strolled through there, take some pictures and whatnot, and a guy did come out, and pretty freaky guy. Actually. No way! Pretty, pretty grim, and, you know, acted a big part, and like, told me to get the hell out of here, or I'm going to, you know, do something rash, and so... Really? Like, okay, I'm out of here. So anyway, um, more on the ghost things, is there's uh, the Rio Grande, I went on a ghost... Oh yeah, we, we've tried that before that, myself. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, and you know, there's a local thing that they take you out. Hold on, I'm, I got to pause it here real quick. Okay. All right, Troy. So, so I one time we I took I t- we went to the downtown library. I took I took a couple of my kids down there, right. and I wanted to show them the Rio Grande. And it was a holiday. It was like Columbus Day or some shit. And the Rio Grande was actually actually closed, but I did see a bum fight. So that that that's <laughs> see that's what I was saying. If you're gonna take the kids to see a Rio Grande, yeah. Take them to the top of the uh, library oh, to yeah. see Rio Grande. Yeah, because don't you, take them right down there in the heart of it. Because. Yeah, I took them down there, and we we actually saw a bum fight. So that was really fun for all of us. But unfortunately, there was no. Who uh, stole my filthy super, blanket? Exactly. No super. That I had over by the tree. Anyways, let's finish. Uh, let's finish up. What uh, hearing what Troy's got to say. All right. Take you over there. Then I went to a uh, actual place that they fell off the radar on that ghost tour was the. Um, it was called the Alta House, I think. It's near Kitty Corner from the Brigham Young House. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, okay, downtown. Over there, and there was just supposedly a guy that uh, burned to death in there, and they kind of do, like, these conventions and, uh, really? conventions and stuff there now. But I went in there, and that guy was really cool, and he took me into that part where there's, like, this weird shadow Touched of a your man hand. on the wall that was <laughs> burned on there, and it was pretty creepy. Um, so, anyway, there's a lot of things. Um you know, the other callers would probably call in and from Utah would probably say... We got nobody from Utah, but Troy. Maybe have a different... You're soaking up all of our <laughs> stories here, <laughs> Troy. I had one when they were younger and probably had a creepy vibe about it and <laughs> kind of went from there. So anyway, back to on your previous episodes on the collections. Um, I'm not a big collector. I kind of collect 
from different things, you know, and kind of just here and there, you know, and not a avid collector. The memorabilia. I like to enjoy everybody else's collection, you know, hear what they have Steel. to say and what they look for <laughs> and, and whatnot. So anyway, I have movie posters and, you know, of course, DVDs and music and whatever. I mean, nothing really horror, some horror movie posters and movies. What's wrong with anyway, you, Troy? The biggest collection I've ever seen that I probably, there was a few things this guy had. This is I got to share, and I told you, Mike, and Shane, that I was going to tell you this. Oh, yeah. When I lived in California, when I graduated high school, I met a friend, and he he says, I know this guy that's got the coolest horror collection in the world. It blow your mind. <laughs> Excuse me. And he, <clears throat> it turns out, he went into Hollywood, and, uh, and uh, his name's Forrest J. Ackerman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Uncle Forey. Yeah, baby. Guy. Wow. Really nice person. Showed me his whole collection. Oh, wow. Had everything from Waddle King Kong. You, you probably know everything, but it's oh, yeah. this guy had. Mine. Well, I would have paid collection. money to see that shit. And that would have to be the, bit, the probably the best one I've ever witnessed and appreciated. And that was probably geared to everything about me, you know, as I was meeting somebody. So yeah. that would probably be a, a pretty good collection to have. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, I'm going to let you go and uh, continue on your uh, quest of urban legends and uh, talk to you later. Bye. We will do that, sir. Awesome, dude. Troy, yeah. thank you. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff I need to go check out now. He still didn't hit my urban legend. <laughs> good, he didn't hit my And he went through tons of yes. Utah urban legends. I'm, gl- I'm glad, because you know what? If he would have hit mine, then it would have been like the 20-minute segment I'm going to play would have been lame. Yeah. But whatever, good job. Yeah! Good job. Uh, let's see, we had Aaron calling. Michael, Shane, Aaron. Aaron. Question of the episode. Your local mm. urban legends and ghost stories. I don't know. I don't have too much to contribute this week. But uh, if you guys want to hear a good voicemail from me, the next question of the episode, you could ask uh, what's everybody's favorite Down Syndrome midget amputee porn. <laughs> uh, if you wanted that, I could have a fucking yeah. hour-long voicemail on that. Nice. Here in my small town in Canada, That'd the be, War uh, of 1812 was fought. She's hot a five-minute walk from my house, there's mass <laughs> British and American graves. That's pretty cool. I've heard a bunch of stories about people that are farming or they're doing whatever. They're digging in their land and they'll find bits of uniforms from 1812 and they'll find skeletons and shit. So they put up monuments everywhere because there's mass graves. Which actually, I kind of think about it, that kind of sucks. Because if there's a zombie apocalypse, five-minute walk away, I'm going to have a bunch of zombie redcoats (laughs) showing up at my door. Whatever. The redcoats. I'm going to add a bunch of reverb and delay and ambiance in the background to hopefully make my uh, mediocre... Answer to your question of the week a little more enjoyable. <laughs> First off, do you guys remember the movie Silent Hill? Duh. That movie was shot in Canada. Yeah. Oh, and cool. the opening of the movie, the first shot, was filmed about a 10-minute drive from my house. Oh, no way. The cool. beginning of the movie, you see Sean Bean going to pick up his daughter, and they go on top of this big gorge waterfall thing, and she's about to fall into the gorge. Yeah, that's about a 10-minute drive from my house. Oh, that's the cool. Nice, punch yeah. bowl here in Ontario, Canada. How sweet is that? Sean Bean was a 10-minute drive away from my house. If I would have known that, I would have fucking kidnapped him so hard. I would have dressed him up like Alex Trevelyan from GoldenEye and made him reenact scenes. I'll be Pierce Brosnan. But unfortunately, I didn't know that was going on. Also, I guess I kind of just gave away my location. <laughs> Someone might listen to this voicemail and... Uh, Track me down and fist fuck me to death. Yeah, but that's how you want to go. Someone though. shows up at your door with an unlubricated cactus. 
fucking suck. <laughs> or be awesome. Anyway, here we go. I'm going to start my fucking story. The Devil's Punch Bowl, Ontario, Canada. Nice. Stone Gorge. 120 foot drop. 50 foot tall metal cross. This is where the rumors start. No. It was said that moonshiners set up their wares along the tree line near Ridge Road, <laughs> oh, like and thirsty road yeah. workers would hike to the top of the escarpment with two-gallon pails to get cold water from the <laughs> falls. But were both buckets truly filled when they returned? There are many that have their doubts. The moonshiners were thought to be doing the devil's work, oh. hence the name, the Devil's Punch Bowl. Yikes! Oh my God, that's scary, man. <laughs> There are also rumors that because the waterfall and surrounding area was so beautiful, some felt it should be named after God. But after the aforementioned business dealings and out of respect for the Lord, it was named the Devil's Punch Bowl. Ooh. I feel a presence in the room. That's my uncle trying to get my pajamas. For years, there have been legends circulating about the Devil's Punch Bowl. It has been said that on dark moonless nights, you can still see the fiery eyes of a phantom moonshiner carrying his tails of booze along Ridge Road. It has also been said that a group of scouts were visiting the Devil's Punch Bowl. One of the scouts had brought along his dog, and as they were walking along the edge, peering into the gorge, the hillside gave way, and the boy and his dog fell to their deaths. Whoa! The boy's father was so grief-stricken that he wanted to share his grief with the world. And he built the cross in his memory. <laughs> wow! Fart anyway, that's reverb. all the rumor bullshit that you tell to your retarded kids at the campfire. Some of this is true. <laughs> there are facts. Fact. Stone Gorge with a 120 foot drop straight down onto jagged rocks. Fact. Numerous suicides over the years. Fact. A woman's dead body was found by school kids on a field. This guy should be making Fact. documentaries. My teacher or molested me as a child. <laughs> Fact. I molested him right there. Fact. I raped myself once as a boy. Fact. Turns out it was just masturbation. Fact. Mike, uh, yeah, at some point you're going to eat an egg salad sandwich, and uh, got to be honest yes, with you, I've got Sammy just thinking about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I just saw a glimpse of his eyes kind of go, oh, fuck. The loser has to give the other guy that. a blumpkin. No, well, no blumpkin. Oh. Sweet. No. I don't know how comfortable Shane would be filming that, but uh, come on, Shane, be a <laughs> trooper. Get I'm in good, there. baby. I'm Love good. the last episode. Don't change a thing. Bye. <laughs> don't change for you. Dude, dude. He went all out on that yeah. shit. He did. He, he oh, dude. God, thank you for Fantastic. the extra effort, brother. <laughs> you live, live, lo- uh, live long, hard, and dream loud. Well, you got some inspiring words to going on today, man. Dream loud. <laughs> all right, we got uh, Alan who called in. Hi, Alan. What's up? This is Alan uh, calling on the legend thing. This guy's going to uh, freak us out. I know it. There's a cemetery in uh, where I live, about maybe 15, 16 miles from where I live. You don't remember the name of it. But supposedly there's a vampire buried in it. What? So. That's what I tell my kids. One night, my friends and I. Oh, yeah. I live in Alabama, uh, around Birmingham. Oh, and nice. So my friends and I decided we would go investigate it. <laughs> well, we went out there and we were. Literally armed to the teeth. Uh, oh, you know, shit. I've seen that we flicks and stuff. We think it's probably better to just... Machetes. Well, they're armed. You know, if anything's going to kill us, it's going to go we down. We need vampire-repellent type stuff. Oh, I get shit. it. 
That's awesome, like, though, when you're that If young, anything was going to go after like, us, they'd have to go through hell for us to get us. <laughs> so we get out to the cemetery, <clears throat> and it's dark, you know, and uh, really weird. The first, the cemetery was almost like, there were two cemeteries. Uh, one was down the hill, the other was up the hill. You went, the one down the hill was nicely maintained. It was... Uh, well kept. There were flowers on the grave. And the other one's pet cemetery. You went up the hill and around a bend. <laughs> Spelled wrong. With some trees. <laughs> and you were in the upper part of the cemetery where the vampire was supposedly buried. Yikes. And that part of the cemetery was just trashed. Because uh, nobody wants to mess with the vampire. Trees were growing up through the graves. The marble over the uh, graves was cracked. You could look in and almost, you know, if they weren't buried and covered in dirt. You could just go look through the marble and you know see where bodies lay and stuff. God. Anyway, we found the grave where the vampire was. And it was the only grave in the cemetery that's surrounded by a fence. No way. It was actually off the ground. Huh. Instead of you know being straight to the ground, it was yeah, raised it's up. Like in a mausoleum type Okay. Thing. And uh, there was writing on it. We couldn't make out what it said. It was in uh, French or something. Uh, it said. Anyway, we looked at it. But you must feed, Michael. And uh, we went to go back and leave. And we were leaving. <clears throat> One of my friends, they thought they saw something like red eyes looking at us. And they stopped inside to check it out. And I'm like, come on. Let's go. Let's get out of here. I don't, I don't want to see anything with red eyes anymore. right now. Calm down. Well, we got to looking, and it was a raccoon staring at us. <laughs> was this a raccoon guy. vampire? With the vampire grave. Uh, y'all have a good one. Bye. <laughs> He's the smart guy, though. He's that one guy where they're going, no, we got to go see what those glowing eyes are. It's going, no, we got to go. You know what's funny is Alan's probably the only one that makes it out of that story alive. Exactly. Alan, we're glad because uh, none of your stupid friends call in the show, so we're glad you're the one that's going to make it if you guys thank you. Back. <laughs> thank you. There you go. Uh, we have a, uh, ooh, Darian called in. The D. Padded Room. Hey, what's happening, ladies? Dude. Darian from the Padded Room Podcast. I'm sure I'm getting my ass kicked right now by all your listeners for making fun of Ari Lerman. <laughs> oh, I, I suppose that. I deserve that. I was... Hell no, you're going to fight him. Pretty big a-hole right there. Yeah, you're going to fight him Anyway, I just thought I'd uh, give you guys a call this week. Let you know we had a great time in Salt Lake City oh, with so you. much fun. Man, I missed the hell out of you guys, I'll be honest Already, with you. we're like best buddies. Uh, some good news, Mike's asshole is okay. Oh, so whatever no he warts got. I want to pause it. i got to pause it right here. People, right now, Mike, multiple mics from the Padded Room Podcast, is the only guy, speaking of urban legends, Burt's Toilets, are that of legend, okay? No, yeah. like, you, you gotta pee there, right? Okay, that's fine, because nothing touches. Right. But if, if something actually, your skin contacts something, I, I was, you know, Mike's the only guy who I've ever heard take a shit at Burt's. Dude, in all my years, I have never heard anyone say I took a shit at Burt's. My, Mike is, is kind of a legend now. He, he's his own urban legend. Yeah. In, I think in 20 is. years, we'll be like, I remember this guy, he came to Burt's and he took a shit there and he still lives to this but day. But he got this green mold and grass grew out of his asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. From uh, taking a shit at Burt's Tiki Lounge, that cleared up nicely, so yeah. no worries there. Um, a little something on the urban legend thing. This isn't really a local situation. It's something my parents brought up to me. 
apparently, if you're born with a birthmark, that could mean that you were murdered in a past life, Ooh, and wow. that is the scar from it. Really? Ooh. Funny, because my birthmark is in the white of my left eyeball. Ooh. So I wonder what the hell that means. You got stabbed in the eyeball. Right? That's mean. Anyway, that fellas, uh, seen the killer. great time in SLC, like I said. Much appreciate uh, the, uh, the invite. Hopefully we can do it again. Maybe yeah, we're heading to Reno. We're heading to Reno soon. Party. Hopefully that'll calling come that out, out. soon. And, uh, yeah. I, I pause it again. I would love to head down to, re- I think these guys out. would treat us right. I do. I think these guys would treat us right. I, I you know, well, I mean, yeah, we plus, plus I need to see Doug. <laughs> a hell of a lot better things to do. Plus the butt, we could hit the bunny ranch on the way. Oh, Ooh, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, no, I would, I would never. I would there's never. Not, there's a couple of hot chicks that <laughs> do there. I'd want that one that's where's the American. Swimsuit, yeah. <laughs> well, totally, just over. Never I mind. get her. I get her. I digress. I get her first, though. If that's if that's no, the case, then I pick right. a different one. You okay. sit at the bar, you drink, and then you're like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna." <laughs> you know, I don't think it would take me as long. How to much does it cost money. for a handy J? Two hundred dollars. Uh, never mind. See, just, I'm gonna go just jerk off. My, just take my hand and hold it for you know. <laughs> and tell me everything's gonna be all right, yeah. please. All right, all right. Sorry, Darian. I love you, Darian. Be in touch and um. We'll talk to you next week. Keep up the good work, Sweet. Yeah. That's the D, dude. Oh, dude, we had such a good time. I, you know, he's a good looking some bitch. Well, and, I, and I'll tell you what, it's healthy funny. looking. Well, we, well, he runs twenty seven miles every single day. But, I, but I'll tell you what, we hung out Thursday night, and for, you know, it's funny because both nights we hung out, we were at Burt's. Yeah, and it's like that's the that's like the main that's like the main hangout place apparently. So they probably think Salt Lake's like this big trash heap. <laughs> Probably, and rightfully so, I guess. Well, if, if, if Burt's is your main, if that's what you see, then yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's good. But, yeah. Man, we just hit it right when they walked in the door. It was just like, oh, yeah. We connected. It was awesome. Awesome Kindred time. spirits. <laughs> uh, Gracie's poppy called him. Oh, GP, I love you. Call you up so on the phone, phone. Oh, he didn't say he had a great voice. Was a nice little answer machine. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You're not going to hang up on me, are you? <laughs> we'll uh, see. He called fun. in two times, so we'll see if I hung oh, up on him or if... Uh, I got to trust the bone phone because my computer is a piece of shit. Um, again, a lot of things to get to and not a whole lot of time to say it. Uh, let me see. Volbeat. Loved it. Um, nice, dude. Yeah, no, that's, that, I think that's my second favorite album. Uh, I love uh, Mirror and the Ripper. Great song. Um, I think my, my favorite album would be uh, Rock the Rebel. Metal that's metal the sad man's metal. tongue, that, right? That's the yeah. one where, with the sad man's tongue, oh, yeah. that, that Michael likes. Uh, for me, I think uh, the more I listen to Mr. and Mrs. Ness, that song kicks ass. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good song. Music, I like but it. Listen, it's like very depressing as all hell because chick committed suicide and the husband's probably pretty much taking the blame for it. <laughs> uh, but listen, it's a great song. Listen to it if you, if you have the time. Uh, let's see. Uh, Martyrs. Um, I like solid. I liked it. Don't want to talk about it. No, I hear you, buddy. Um, I yeah. do. I hear you. What else can you say? I mean, damn. You know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's that's all I'm gonna Agreed. say. Agreed. Let's do uh, I want to let you all know that you're all wrong about what is best Friday the Thirteenth because <laughs> it is part five. And Ooh, that's that's very the reason why is, is uh part five. Four words. Yeah, Deborah. Voorhees 
Dude, you know what? Okay, you know how we said that I had all these notes, okay, and that we were going to talk about this stuff, but shit just kind of went on. The 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 there was one thing that I was going to bring up that was going to be who had what was the best set of boobies in there? Deborah Sue Voorhees, by far, sure. in my opinion, had Did the greatest like the boobies set of boobies I sent you. Did you never because you never comment commented. Oh, oh you texted me. I couldn't get I it. Text, I don't know what that oh, was. I, I sent yeah, you. I, I didn't sent know what you that was. All these sweet <laughs> boobies. <laughs> Yeah, and you what? didn't get them. Well, I, didn't yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get them. Oh, Sorry, man. Son of a bitch. Sorry, but is that is that that's the the Tommy's grown up chocolate bar? Yes. Only visions of indeed. Jason. Yes, that that's right. what. Listen, I I'm a convert to that one because in the beginning I didn't really care for that one because spoiler, no, Jason was actually in it. But after watching that and just kind of and just kind of allowing it to be what it is. Uh-huh. That movie, I freaking love it. Plus, uh, Miguel Nunez is one of my favorite dudes singing, Ooh, baby, hey, I gotta baby. watch that on YouTube. Enchiladas! You know, and all that. Yeah. So, oh, it's so great, dude. So, okay, you know what? You're still wrong because number six is the best, but, you know, at least you're, at least you're moving up there, GP. <laughs> I mean, you know, the best breast of the uh, franchise Without right out there. So, a doubt. hands down, part five, the best episode. Without a doubt. Or best, uh, Without a doubt, achievable. the boobies. Uh, let's see, Ari Lehman. Um, I first thing I want to say about Ari Lehman, the guy gets props because that's the way you do a jump scare in slow mo. Oh, it scared yeah. the fuck out of me when I saw it. it did, I mean, yeah. it, 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 I mean you hear that soft music and you feel like it's the end, and you let your guard slow motion right. I mean, just comes right up and and grab you. Oh yeah. So right there, that's how you do a jump scare. I think he's and still thinking about right. Voorhees' boobies. So like, for that, he gets props. For first Jason, I like it. It's, it's, okay. it's not a masterpiece, but it's... Well, Dale loved it. And I'm he did. Sure Dale loved it. He didn't it. do it. So I'm going to make the greatest record in the world. No. Exactly. He wanted to do something fun. He wanted to do something for and the that's, fans. And that's what it was. Fans. Just, it was pretty cool. I liked it. Agreed. And um, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to be done now uh, before... The answering phone, answering machine. It's not even true. He's lying because he called back. That, you know, you don't have enough of me. So <laughs> I will talk to you all later. He'll Bye. talk to us all right now. Hey, GP again. Um, yeah. <laughs> one thing I, I, I just remembered that I wanted to say about martyrs. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't think I am. Uh, Mike, isn't this the movie that you fell asleep during the screening at Harhound? Um, just saying. Bye. No, no, no. That was that was uh, Plague Town, and, and I uh, the first Warhound I ever went to. We went and saw Plague Town, and I fell asleep on Slug's uh, shoulder. I I literally fell asleep with my head. It, I did not mean to. He's a cuddly guy, but I didn't mean to fall asleep on his shoulder. But Slug, you, I fell asleep. You were just tired. Well, dude, let jet, me jet okay. lag or have you ever? You've never been to lag. a horror a horror uh, convention, right? No. This is what you're gonna learn next next uh, next uh, spring. I'm on fire. Dude, We're gonna go there okay. all night, three in the morning. Eggs, you're going, and that's Holy exactly shit. you're up all night. You go to a dark room that gets warm because I mean it's just like yeah. a convention place, and they throw on like this, you know, a screen. You know, they're 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 showing a movie on it, and it's like, oh man, I need to make up for some sleep now because I know tonight's gonna be exactly the same as yeah. last night. So basically, I fell asleep on uh, on Slug's uh, shoulder, and it was nice. So Plague Town was that good or not? Uh, you know, I haven't Crap. even I haven't even watched it since, so it probably was fine. Did but... it make it to VOD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. No, or... It, it's it's out on DVD and all that stuff. And the thing is, is I don't remember it being shitty or anything like that. All I all I remember is being Just tired of sweet shoulder and going. Yeah. Ah. 
Papa wanna bunny bunny bunny. Exactly. Bunny, you know what's so funny? And, and, and here's something to say about Slug is that um he just let me sleep the whole time on him. And it's like, he didn't wake me up, he didn't slap me or anything. He just let me he's like you know, he's like, you know what? Like, let me be your father like, figure. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I could just I'll let him sleep for a little bit and I'll start rubbing his penis. <laughs> and then he'll get the connection when he wakes up, you know. <laughs> Mama, yeah, that's yeah, right. and that's Mama. and that and that was the movie I fell asleep to, not Martyrs. It was Plague Town, I, yeah. So there you Plague go, okay. there you go. Uh, let's see, Lauren called in. Hey, it's Lauren. Oh, um, whoa, 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 whoa. sorry, people. Phone again. Sorry, people. Uh, since you guys have been off, or the bone phone was yeah. was bone phone down last week. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the padded room join up. Oh, so um, much fun! Did we mention that? Like super podcast, um, <laughs> and I agree with Shane as far as my preferences. Like I'm all about oh, Tater Sack Jason Tater sack. and Amy Steele um, with her feisty ginger hair. I, I love it. I don't psychology. She had some period sex too. Um, yeah, she just, did you indeed. Pre hockey mask, but they do like the dirty hockey talk, which um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Our, the um, Canadian listeners can um, will back me up on that, that it's hot. Um, or maybe they won't, but whatever. Uh, what else? I, I, like, I guess I didn't hear any shout-outs for four, which I don't even Corey remember Feldman. if anyone brought up, like, BJ Betty or Dead Fuck or whatever. But, um, right. We didn't. We, we just got a win for it. a lot, too, like, with the guy from Hell House getting, like, killed in the shower. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Bald Feldman. Jason! Like, <laughs> what's his face? Um, Crispin Glover. Yep. Was, like, such an adorable dork. <laughs> um, so I enjoyed that one a lot, too. I was kind of surprised no one brought that up. Well, um, it's not that we didn't enjoy it, Lauren. It's just that it wasn't the best, in, in anyone's opinion. And like I said, man, I mean, we the were not... Of, we were not four, it, though, was pretty badass when the... Machete goes into Jason's head and oh, yeah, falls yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like, slurps okay. down clunk, a little. Clunk, you, clunk. you know, what's so funny is is I'm telling you what we got there, and if we, I mean, if we hadn't arranged that in, that shit would have gone all night. Yeah, and I mean, we'd still be recording over there at Bert's to this day. Totally, yeah, we were having such a great time. But I'll tell you what, um, yeah, we didn't get very deep, but yeah, I'm sure that would have come up because let me tell you something about number four though. There, I cannot stand Ted. Teddy bear in that one. I hate that guy's face, man. See, and I'm not even picturing who he is. Well, okay, I know so, Teddy bear. Oh my god! But I can't picture. I who he I is. probably watched that one the least because I I loathe Teddy bear so much. Yeah. I do. Uh, I do like Crispin Glover and I do like the twins and shit. But oh my head! And see, I'm misplacing Crispin Glover in the movie too, dude. Do you I'm not? You I made I'm I, not. I, you're going to have to go ahead and watch for that. Me. Go ahead and watch that and wait your report back next okay. week. Okay. And I'm sure there was lots of sweet love making between Mike and Dr. Dale. Oh, um, yes. I could tell you guys like had something special, like I that do. chemistry there. <laughs> and um, see what else? The Martyr Show oh. um, the week before. I thought you handled that really sensitively. Oh, well, um, thank you. It was, I thought it was a great women's movie. Um, yeah, so and Aja switch oh, blade romance. Handle that sense. Um, <laughs> just as far as like women as witness to one another's trauma. Yep. Um, it just like blew up something allegorically that, um, you know, is a 
I'm not going to get into that bullshit. But anyway, it was like a really well done movie, and it was. Oh, I totally agree. Martyrs is like as good of a chick flick as um, Argento's Phenomena was for like teen teen yep. balls. Okay. Um, I think they're just like delightful gifts and. Martyrs was also that movie that I've told the noob story before where my friend and I were like so excited to see it. Um, we had, she doing? She's wait, is that, was that not you making that noise? No, she's rustling around. I think she was in bed or something. Oh, okay. She rolled over and like I, I, I thought that off. was you. I'm like, Shane, come, come on. We're on the no. air, brother. Seen inside, we both thought it was really offensive, but a great thrill ride. Um, and we brought in one noob to watch it with us. And we had... Um, hamburgers before we watched it <laughs> and the noob was just like oh like when we got when it got to like the flaying part spoiler um he was just like i shouldn't have eaten that hamburger yeah. <laughs> um what else and urban legends <sighs> i'm a firm believer in the love your junk um <laughs> motto yes. and uh but I just kind of wanted to, like, kick the nervous boner off of both of you for the, the urban legends question. Cause oh, dear. It took me down this, you know, rabbit hole to an ugly place. Oh, really? I was, I was thinking about, like, when I grew up, it was like, people got murdered, and they got, like, left in the old schoolhouse. Oh, jeez. Meh, not really so much an urban legend. Um, so I was, like, looking on the interwebs, and I found one for the area where... Uh, my barn used to be at, which was like 20 minutes away from my where I lived, and it was like I mean, it wasn't mine, but the place where I would board. Right. Um, there weren't, at the time, a lot of street lights. I'm not sure what it's like now um, at night. But, um, you know, there's like long stretches of road. Like, most of the houses weren't directly on that road, so it was, I mean, it was pitch black, except for your headlights. Mm. So, apparently, the earth, the urban legend is that there were some kids who drowned in this this lake and um, if you're like stopped at a stop sign or stopped along the road especially where it's really dark um, they will come up and start um, banging or, or tapping on your car door window dude so I read that and it like took me back to like totally dark stretch of road and sitting there and like the like Jeep Wagoneer that my family had handed down to me with the fake wood paneling and just like tears started streaming from my eyes because oh, wow. that's what happens when I watch ghost movies or whatever just like not crying just tears um and it freaked me the fuck out so, sure absolutely thanks. it's that feeling um this is why I'm a gore hound and not a ghostly stay away from the ghost stuff so thanks Thanks for making me. <laughs> thanks for making me cry. Lauren, Sorry, Lauren. Lauren. I hate that I made Lauren cry. Um, I helped to make Lauren cry. <laughs> um, I feel it's bad. Good to cry, just like the plain tears, not actual crying. I've been doing a lot of crying lately. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, thanks to you guys for for keeping me buoyant during this shit time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah and um, I'm gonna step away from the bone phone now. I'm gonna back away. And keep up the good work. Love you guys. Back away. We love you too, Lauren. Oh, Back man. away. You know, we got one more voicemail. Uh, Why don't we get right into that? The Wolfman. Hey there, Mike and Shane. Yo. This is the Wolfman. Here's hoping don't love get it. cut off. But if I do, I'll call you back. 
Before I move on to the question of the show, I'm going to make a comment on martyrs. Oh, shit. Talk about how the torture you see brings you into the experiences of our protagonists. Personally, I think that it brings you into the experiences of the antagonists even more. Because if you think about it, without spoiling anything, at the end, the audience is in the position of the torturers more than the tortured. Okay, I think that's what Pascal was referring to when he said that he didn't know if he liked the movie. He did exactly what he wanted to, but rather like Frankenstein, was left thinking, what have I done afterwards? Well, okay. And why am I talking like this? I have no idea. (laughs) I I was wondering. Okay, moving on to the slightly less distressing, I've... (laughs) I had a few different local legends I was thinking of sharing, but in the interest of time, since Mike has warned us that this is going to be a banner episode again, oh, dude, it's I think I'll just gnarly. stick to one here that I actually have some experience with. Oh, cool. Awesome. Now, this is an honest-to-God local legend from my old college town of Whitewater. Like most small towns in Wisconsin, Whitewater is a peaceful, God-fearing little town. Good, that's that how I like him. That everybody in town is all about God and apple pie. Exactly. On the campus, there was a story of the Three Points, a trio of spots where an old coven of witches used to conduct their weird rituals and stuff. Well, shit. One of them was in the cemetery in the middle of the campus. Another one was in the backyard of the old church that had once been there. And the third was up by the water tower near Wells Hall. The story goes that if you go out by the water tower at midnight on the eve of a witch's Sabbath, you can see the spirits of the old coven still carrying out their rituals. <laughs> Jeez. Well, what do you think is going to happen when you've got a bunch of half-drunk college kids on Halloween who hear a story like that? <laughs> They're going to want to go out and see if it's true. What college is in well, Whitewater? A group of kids from Wells Hall got together a little ghost hunting party, and late one Halloween night, they went out by what was left of the old church. They didn't see much there, but then the old church had since been converted into a frat house. I bet they got some. It was midnight yet, so they headed back up to campus towards the cemetery. When they got there, they didn't see anything either, or at least they didn't think so at first. They were looking through the fence around the cemetery, and just as midnight rolled around, they saw a figure rising up out of the ground and moving towards them. What? Well, they may have been half drunk, but they weren't so smashed they wanted to stick around and see what happened. <laughs> they took off like the devil was after them, trying not to slip on their because own. The devil may or may they not have been after them. The hall. But when they got closer, they thought they heard something from up around the water tower. They were this close, and they were already scared witless, and other words that rhymed, but they couldn't just go back up to their <laughs> rooms and laugh it off without at least taking a look. So they climbed up the hill and saw exactly what they were afraid they'd see. A group of folks, all dressed in white, gathered in a circle up near the tower, chanting and doing some sort of ritual where what? they were throwing something into a fire. Is it a baby? A ritual that these kids really didn't want to see the finish of. <laughs> they turned around and ran straight back into the dorm and locked themselves up nice and safe for the rest of the night. <laughs> the next day, they were telling the story in the cafeteria, and that's where I heard it. Oh, Most you're kidding. folks laughed the story off, but I knew it was true. <laughs> you see, I'd actually been one of the witches out by the water tower celebrating ah. Samhain with a few of the other pagans on oh, campus. Oh, oh, oh. We'd heard the screaming by the cemetery, but thought it was just a bunch of kids out getting pranked. You didn't hear them? We hadn't thought about it until they were freaking out and running away from <laughs> us when we all had ourselves a good laugh at their expense. Oh, beautiful. It was a chuckle the next day, though. Kind of an uneasy one. That's so great. You see... We still don't know what they saw by the cemetery, 
was probably just their imaginations, because none of us certainly went inside there. Mm. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I've seen that horror movie already. Yeah. And anybody who did go in there was one dedicated prankster, because there was barbed wire on top of the fence surrounding that cemetery. Yeah. Strange thing is, <laughs> the wire slanted towards the inside of the fence. To keep things from getting Almost out. Almost like it was meant more to keep something from climbing out Boom! of the cemetery than to keep someone from climbing in. It happens. With that cheery thought, I'll be on my way. Until next time, oh, I we love the Wolfman. The Wolfman. We love the Wolfman. Wolfie, I love you. You Should know, I, what a... Man. <laughs> That's so great, dude. Whitewater. I wonder. I can't remember if he's from Wisconsin. I think. I wonder if it's if it's you notice up. all those urban legends are around Halloween. Or of course, late at night, dude. It's Sam. It's the night of Samhain. The Samhain. The ritual of Samhain. Dude, dude, that's a beautiful song. Okay, so that's all the voicemails we got. Shane, the time I, is now yours. I right? have a story because you've got a special guest. I do, and we're going to throw that on after, right? But I have a urban legend. Let's hear it, brother. I want to preface this by saying, okay. just studying this, because Troy had put up Emo's Grave, and I was like, oh, that was the one I was, that was my okay. go-to. Oh, was it? Okay. I, you know, I've never even heard of that before, that we talked about that on the Facebook group. Yeah, I'd been there, and I I can't really remember the story. Okay. Run around or whatever. All right. Anywho, so I was like, damn, I got to start hunting. So I got on the internet, and I want to preface this by I found this story that happens in Logan Canyon. Utah. Oh, and, shit. And, and it was amazing to me at how many different versions of the urban of legend alone. Of course. It's amazing how much a myth can change and of change course. and change. Absolutely. Just over that time. This is called, and I guess there was like a, a crew of people like in 1998 that actually made a documentary movie or a independent movie called oh, really? The Nunnery. Okay. Have you ever heard? No. I've never heard Interesting. of that. Interesting. It's called the Nunnery, also known as St. Anne's Retreat. Okay. Was built in the 1920s in Logan Canyon. And this is all real. <laughs> it is several small houses built around a big building with a swimming pool. Ooh. It was built for it was it was kind of like a retreat for wealthy and Hollywood Go to people. Well, Logan Canyon's gorgeous, so I can imagine right. that going there. So okay. it was kind of a, you know, just like a hangout. Sure. Then the Catholic Church decided to buy the property. Catholic? Some years later. Okay. Now, there have been various versions of the myth. Mm-hmm. And I was like going, uh, what am I, what do I pick? What do I pick? I don't know. But, um, here's what I came up with. So here's the first little bit. Uh, it was uh, the myth, um, one was that the church was bought, the property was for young nuns and priests to study the religion. Okay. The other was young pregnant nuns would Whoa. go there. It was like a retreat oh, to go, yeah. okay. hey, let's get Let, them. Let's uh, get them out of the way. Let's get them because, right, okay. We can't have sure. none of that going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Okay. So here's the myth. A young nun was found to be pregnant. She had the baby. No. The head nun told her the child needs to go. Okay. It's got to go. Sure. So she ran with the child into the woods. Oh, man. And then when she she put the baby in a bush. Okay. And when it was safe, she came back. The nun, I, apparently the old nun chased her. <laughs> okay. Yeah! <laughs> you know. Mother whatever. Superior? Okay. 
Okay, so so she runs out into the woods. When she finds that it's safe and okay. the old nun's gone, uh-huh. she goes back for the baby, but the baby's gone. Oh. So she heads back to the nunnery, St. Anne's Retreat. Okay. She looks in the swimming pool that's <gasps> by the buildings that's around the big building. Oh, shit. And the baby is floating oh, face down A bummer. in the water. Well, that sucks. Now, that is the... You know, so the kids go up there and they have a good old time right. and they're having a party. Right. They're sure. like, I heard about the dance. That's ah, <laughs> crazy. And there's like several different versions of it, but here's where it gets factual. Okay. And I'm going to call this into myth category two. Okay. Cause there is bits of this that is true, but as I was, well, that's urban legends for you. As I was going through and I'm going, wow, there's like five different versions of actually what happened that is actually truthful. Right. Okay. All right. So on that on that myth, okay, in nineteen ninety seven there was fifteen people, and ironically enough, Wolfie, it was Halloween night. They <laughs> went up to Logan Canyon to hang out and go, hey, let's have a good old time, right? And the thing was, is like this whole legend had been going around that if you get in that empty pool. You can see shit happen. Oh, really? Okay. Lights will turn so on. So it's still there and stuff. Yeah, it's still okay. there. All those old buildings are okay. still there. Whatever. How about that? So, but here's where it gets factual, but you can't find any real hard, solid facts. So how do you know it's factual? Well, because I found a couple of records of, okay. yes, something happened. We don't know what happened. Okay, okay. In 1997, a bunch of kids, 15 kids, went up there on Halloween night or whatever mm-hmm. to have a good old time. They climbed in the pool. Did you know what's funny is in 1997, I, I actually attended Utah State, which is in Logan, right there. Holy crap! That and that's not, so that's you might one. you might remember. Something I don't. I don't this. know. Okay, let's okay. Hit so me. here, so so in 1997, kids go up there. Three security guards. Mm-hmm. They decide that you know they capture these kids. They grab these capture, kids. Okay. Uh, they hog tie. See, this is where it all goes off into myth again. Uh, okay, okay. It's amazing what a pen can <laughs> they, do. They hog tie. Okay. They hog tie the men. They <laughs> they rape the women. The security guards. The security guards. Yikes. The three security guards from you know Avis or whatever. Okay. All right. They rape the women, and then after fifteen hours of holding them hostage. Mm-hmm. They let him go. Here's another twist to that myth is that a mother comes up with the police because the daughter hasn't come home yet. Right. And these guys are arrested. The first myth is that after 15 hours, they let him go. They go home. The security guards call the cops. Mm Mm-hmm. To go, hey, some shit went down here, and they're arrested. So it's like this whole revolving circle of urban legend, fact of truth. The only bits of fact that I actually found about this is, Uh yes, something happened in Logan Canyon. Right. Yes, three security guards that were working in Logan Canyon were arrested and are still in prison. That's the only bits of truth that come out of that entire story. Okay, I see. But I heard hogtied rape the women wow. no the mom came up it's like it's oh, amazing wow, to me yeah. how a myth or a legend can just <laughs> blossom and roll and roll and roll into all these different versions right of the same kind of story you know and it's weird too because i mean 
it, who I mean, I've never I've never even heard of any of that. And you know, I drove through Logan Canyon once Saint a week. Anne's retreat. I've never I've never even heard of that. And, and I'm not obviously I'm not saying it's not there or anything like that. But what I'm saying is is that I I wonder if that kind of shit went on with the with the nunnery and all that stuff. I'm gonna have to look into that. I mean, that's pretty creepy stuff. I mean, there's YouTube. You know, after it took me back to a YouTube video, and there's kids that are going, "Hey, we're heading up," and this has got to be in the 2000s because okay. the kids are like. We're heading up to the nunnery, and it, right. you know, it's like a fifteen-minute video. Right. But I was like, "All right, what's this?" So I'm going, I'm backtracking, I'm backtracking, I'm backtracking, and I'm going, "Man, there are." How do I write down on a page my urban story uh-huh. when there are so many different versions? Absolutely. And then when you got the comments that go along with it, you're like, "No, actually, <laughs> I know somebody that was there." Oh, of course. Well, that's that how urban legends work. Yeah. So it's, no, it's, it's beautiful, shit, it's creepy, and it's scary, well, and we should go up there and get in that pool naked. I, w- I would, <laughs> dude, I would do that. We should do a show from deep in the pool, in the empty pool. I would do that, too. I would go up there and check that I out. I don't for know, sure. man. It's weird. It's like, okay, so it's the preggers. This is where we take all the nuns right, 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 that right. are pregnant. Right. Well, this one had, well. Well, plus, okay. plus that's a lot of taboo and a lot of like, ooh, yeah. holy shit, you know, stuff like that. You know, so that makes and it And it's Halloween better. night. The kids go up there and all of a sudden. Absolutely, dude. Don't you mess with the legend. But yeah, apparently they did like a indie movie called The Nunnery. I'll have to check that out for sure, dude. I thought for sure you'd know. If it I was didn't wor- know. I didn't know. At least if it was worth a shit or... You know, mm-hmm. it's got to suck balls or be local. Or no, just, I've never heard of that. Well, I don't think I've heard of the nunnery, but yeah, well, I'll, I want to check that out. And it's supposed it's to be about that story. I'll, I'll check that out for sure. Creepy. All right, so here you go. You know what? For the next question of the episode, here, here's what's going to happen. We're going to say the next question of the episode. Yes. And then we're going to play. We're we're going to play a, a little. Uh, you know, sweet. The sweeter. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna we're gonna play my story of a with a special guest of uh, of my experience with an urban legend around here, and then we're gonna go directly into seven minutes of Blitz Kid because we're gonna be talking about their album today. Of course. So, and, and I'll be honest with you, dude. I totally spaced coming up with a question of the episode for this episode. So this is. Do we have to have one? Or? Well, okay. How about this? I I did come up with one, and this is kind of a this is kind of a cop out a little okay. bit. Okay. You know how we did a, uh, a 10 years, you know, if, if the zombie apocalypse happens and okay, there's 10 yeah. years, let's do something similar to that, okay? Uh, if, if the same situation happens and don't worry about the logistics, basically, you can take one director's, uh, uh, you know, whole library of movies, one director, who would that director be? Okay. One director. One director. One horror movie director. Who would you take? And that's all you got. So yeah. And there you go. So let's go ahead and, and we'll we'll let that one you ride have till juicy next week. Tits well, uh, that is, well, thank you. That's a good, that's going to be hard. I mean, and I didn't think about. I haven't even thought about I who I would take. Now. Mine, but I don't think I don't know who I would take man. even even right now. But so let's go ahead. Let's let that one ride till next episode. We're going to go ahead and put right here. We're going to put uh, uh, special guest join the show. We're going to shit. We it's about twenty minutes long. Then we're going to play uh, one minute of Blitz Kid from the album Apparitional, yes. and then we're going to come back and uh, talk about that. How does that sound? Good. Sweet. Hey, everybody. We're back. And uh, the question of the episode this week was such that um, I needed a little bit of help talking about some urban legends from uh, from a friend of mine who, uh, I don't know, is new to the show, uh, but may be a blast from the past. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, man? Uh, I was formerly known as uh, Cadaver Lab Sam. <laughs> 
<laughs> now it's just Sam. What, what do you What are you currently known as? Oh, just Sam. Oh, right. just just Sam. Well, just that's plain uh, Sam. That's yeah. that's much more respectable anyway. Oh, I'm sure, dude. <laughs> what's been? People want to know, man. What's going on? We, I mean, we have people that are still trying to swing on your balls. Oh, people really? that are begging me. People that are begging me to 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 send you messages, and I'm like. Why don't you just send them a message yourself? Well, yeah. I mean, I've been signing autographs and, uh, you know, living the dreams. And, uh, you know, uh, I have people reaching out to me. I have my own uh, stalkers that have been uh, tracking me down and, and stuff like that. So Is he yeah. hot? Uh, oh, yeah. He is He is smoking hot. So <laughs> Excellent. Well, then... <laughs> Then, it's, then it was all worth it, right? Oh, absolutely. So, no, man, just living out here in Rochester and um, and uh, living the dream, doing some work, and and uh, they they gave me a promotion, and so now I'm uh, I'm just I'm hanging out doing stuff. So it's it's a good time. So on your flight out to uh, on your flight out to uh, uh, Rochester, did uh, you tell the the like one of the the flight attendants that you had an erection that you couldn't it wouldn't go down no no i not nothing like that no but you know what was funny is i had this guy sitting next to me you know how they you know you get the when i'm going on a long flight i just want to sit there and mind my own business right but you get these chatty people you get these chatty people absolutely and so i decided that i mean this guy was talking to me about stuff that I, i just didn't care about and so i had my book out i was ready to read it i'm reading the dex have you read the the books the dexter books Oh no, I haven't. Those are good. It's, it's nothing like. I mean, it's it's based on the characters from the series, but uh, but uh, they're really good. So anyway, so I was reading oh, really? reading this book, and and uh, and so this guy wanted to talk, and I'm like, I don't even want to deal with you right now. So I was trying to figure out how could I get this guy to leave me alone without just uh-huh. telling him to, to shut the hell up. And so we had this flight attendant that happened to, uh, um, for lack of a better word, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can say that. Uh, and that's a nice way to say that. Anyways, and so I knew that that's how he was. And so I'm like, I think I can use this to my advantage. I think I can benefit from this from this guy and uh, and we sure. use the situation. So as this as this flight attendant was walking by, this guy was talking to me, and I leaned over. And I'm just like, Hey man, is that a hot looking guy or what? Are you serious? Yeah. And so uh, so then he left me alone. Like he 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 said a couple more to me, and then he just left me alone. So I figured, you know, there's nothing wrong with with bad for the other team. But, but that guy left me alone for the rest of the flight, so I was pretty excited about that. Dude, were you, were you reading it on your iPad or whatever? Yeah, on my yep, on my iPad. Uh huh. Okay, so I was gonna say, just think about sitting next to you, um, reading those books. Yeah. And then you said, you know, talking about hot dudes. Yeah. Man, that guy probably got scared as crap real quick. Oh, I think so. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was, <laughs> especially when I put up the uh, the little armrest in between us and snuggled up next to him. I mean, that was it was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, well, dude, nice. We are going to be talking about. Um, uh, uh, I don't. I don't really know how big of an urban legend this is in uh, in Salt Lake or in, in the northern Utah area. Whoa, whoa, All I whoa. know is, is this, this is the shit what? is the shit is real. This is this is no urban well, okay, legend. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, so so this real. St- well, then you know what? We have nothing to talk about. Oh well, we may as well just stop right now because this is for the wrong episode. Just kidding. Yeah, we're supposed to be talking about urban legends, not like real stuff. Oh, okay. All but right. whatever, dude. Yeah. You know what? We're, you know what? I make the rules, okay? All right. So hey, listen. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and allow this. Okay. You know, if it's okay with you. Yeah. Right? Yes. You sure? I'm positive. Let's do it. <laughs> dude. 
good, it's good to hear your voice again on the show. It is. It is pretty fun, isn't it? <laughs> All right, dude. Okay, so we're going to be talking about an urban legend from here in. Uh, it's at, this actually takes place in Ogden, uh, in Ogden, Utah, in the Ogden City Cemetery. Um, let me do this real quick. I'm going to go ahead and tell a little bit of the background, uh, a little ghost story, the background of the story, what's going on. And then I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I think we talked about this on the Cadaver Lab mm-hmm. you know, uh, briefly. Yeah. I, 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 I have not listened to that episode in a while, and I'm having a hard time remembering. I mean, what, we were 18 years old or something, right? You know, if that, 17, 18. Yes. When, when we had this experience. Yes. So, I mean, I'm old now. So, I mean, that was that was half a life ago practically. That's true. So, That's true. Here, so, here, let's do this. I'll give the background, and then you you, you kind of help. You, what what you, you can tell the our experience with it. How's that? That sounds good. And for reference, if anybody's keeping track, if you want to go back and listen to the uh, Cadaver Lab episode that this was on, I'm pretty sure it was on the episode that we introduced the fur burger. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. Are you serious? I think so. I but, think you don't, but you don't know what that is. Yeah, you asked me if you could see my fur burger, right? On, and uh, I was oh, I was kind of no. Embarrassed. I remember that. that... Yeah. I remember that, and and only because uh, only because you were you know willing to allow me to uh, um, shall we say in <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a gross word, but all I could <laughs> all I could happen was you allowed me to become enveloped by you. But whatever. Whoa! Listen, um, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's 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 the the methodology I live by. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we're going to be talking about ghost flow at the Ogden City Cemetery. Yes. Okay, so there was a young woman, um, I guess in, in, she was born in 1903, but when she was 15, first of all, her name is Florence Grange. When she was 15 year old, years old, basically, she started dating this guy that her parents did not approve of. And you know what's funny? Is I didn't know any of this when we actually went through this. I, I've looked this up since, so yeah, I have no yeah. idea. Anyways, to see him, she would sneak out at night and wait for him to come pick her up and whatever. Uh, but I mean, there's even a date and everything. On the December of 29th, I guess it's I guess her. This is the date she died, so it's all on her tombstone, and I should not be impressed at all. But um, apparently, she was sitting waiting by a curb, and I, I guess what happened is she was, she waits for the curb. Her boyfriend comes up and flashes his lights three times, so she knows to jump out of the bushes or whatever she's doing, and you know, go meet him. Well. Um, one night, she on the, on December 29th, nineteen eighteen, uh, she sees a car come in the middle of the night, and you know, I mean, Hold for, on a for one reason or another, is, is real, it was really a car for reals. I mean, I'm being serious. Yes, I, I didn't think they had cars back in nineteen eighteen. If it if it wasn't a car in nineteen eighteen, like I, I know they had dude, cars, but I didn't think it was. Uh, they, they were uh, there were a bunch of them around. Well, maybe her bo- her boyfriend was totally rich. That could or be. maybe he had maybe he had like lan- three lanterns or lanterns on his uh, on his horse and buggies. Okay. That makes you feel better. Yeah, that does. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. So basically, one night she sees a car uh, or a buggy, depending on what the shit um, coming, and she assumes it's him, even though he didn't, you know, do the do the regular flashing. She jumps out in front of the car. The driver of the car's not expecting her, so it runs her over and kills her. But the legend goes that she is still out there in she obviously she's been moved to the Ogden Cemetery and if you go up to a um uh let's see the north side of 20th Street on mm-hmm. in the Ogden City Cemetery between the roads Adams and Monroe and uh and you go up ahead and you flash your heads your headlights three times she's supposed to appear 
And because uh, she thinks you're her boyfriend or whatever, you might get something that didn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. But she apparently she arises from behind the stone as a green light, and she'll approaches the car and, and, and all this weird stuff. Um, you know, it's funny is that it even has her. It even has like the address of her headstone, which is two A dash thirteen dash thirty two dash five W. Really, that's weird. That's pretty specific. You know, and while you're telling <laughs> me this, honestly, I'm getting the chills. Because I, I, until oh, yeah. you just told me that, I didn't know what the background was behind this. I, you know, what's funny is I, I'd heard the name Flo, yeah. but I didn't really know the background until we talked about it before, and then we looked up some YouTube videos or whatever. Wow. Um, you know, what's funny though, dude, is that I've taken my family up there, you know, because we went up. There's like a cool dinosaur park up mm-hmm. in London and mm-hmm. stuff. So we've gone up there, you know, walked around that, and on the way back, we've hit the cemetery during the day. Yeah, you know, we stopped there. It, it still creeps me out, dude. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, so, I yeah, have I, I haven't just, been back in there since we had that experience. It it looks exactly the same. They haven't added oh. any kind of extra security or anything. Wow. But anyway, why don't why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, tell us the story of so, our experience? So what happened was the way we found out about this is uh, there was this girl that that uh, asked me out on a date when I was in high school, and uh, I was yeah, pretty excited was... about that. She she was hot, and uh, I was pretty excited. You know, yeah. We're, she worked at El Matador. So she did El she Matador hot, restaurant. Right? Her name was Amy Fulmer, and uh, holy crap! Yeah, she she was she was. Smoking I can't hot. even remember. Oh, I do. I've got <laughs> I've got the memory of like an elephant. Isn't that isn't that the same? I mean, I can remember everything. Yeah, yeah I guess. I guess. <laughs> so uh, I was excited because I, I the thought the schlong of an elephant. I'll take that. <laughs> hey, listen, I've seen that. I, I know that to be true. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so so I said, hey, yeah, that's fine. What do you want to do? And she's like, I want to go to the cemetery up in Ogden and see a ghost. And I thought she was kidding. And I said, right. I said, oh, really? Okay, no, seriously, what do you want to do? And she's like, no, I really want to go up there and see a ghost. And so, you know, I'm still thinking this is just bizarre. She must just want to get me out there to make out. But whatever, <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I'm game for that. So it was a Friday night and uh, went up there with her, and um, and we sat in the car. We flashed our lights three times, and, and there were other people in the cemetery that were, it was kind of like running around. It was the middle of the night. It was weird. There was probably another 20 people or something just kind of around. And, um, Wait a second, dude. What? Do did didn't? Uh, okay, this is awkward. All right. Yeah. I thought I thought we went on a double date with bus girls from there. No, you know what? Maybe so. I, yeah, no, that's and I right. went and I went with and I can't even remember that girl. I can't even remember the name of the girl. With Natalie that I took, but with Natalie. No, it wasn't her. No, Jen. No, I don't no. know. Anyways, you're no, right. It though was, you're it right. was the one who turned out to be my. My uh, that my dentist assistant, which was really awkward. Oh, Angie, later, anyway. Angie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Angie Wood. Yo, yeah, oh, you're right. <laughs> That's pretty. How good. How about that? Thanks, man. Yeah, you're awesome. welcome for that. You're welcome for that. I, so you were there. So anyways, so there were a ton of people there, and uh, and and so we just kind of sat around and didn't really do anything. Hey, by the way, dude. Yeah. By the way, thanks for the memories. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad I could inject those Dick. into you. Um. Well, all, all I'm saying is thanks for remembering that I was there. That oh, really yeah. hurts, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I remember that uh, Amy Fulmer was over. <laughs> I did not remember that you were there. But uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, so nothing happened, and, and so we ended up leaving, and, and nothing was going on. So um, the next the next night we were hanging out with our buddies. There was probably, I think there was five or six of us, and so we're all sitting around wondering what in the world we're going to do. And either you or I was like, well, let's go up to the cemetery and, and let's see that ghost. <laughs> and uh, I think you asked me to make out, but I, I wasn't going to do that. So, 
Um, we well, up, you didn't get me the night before. I figured you you were you were hard. I was due. So I was whatever. due. Oh, you bet. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we decided to head up to the cemetery and go check this out. And so we went up there in this jeep, and it was it was summertime, so it was an open jeep. And um, three of us in the back seat, and then you had the two people in the front. And so we pulled up to the thing and and uh, flashed the lights, and we're just kind of sitting around talking. And I think we were sitting there for probably a good fifteen twenty minutes. And and uh, and then yeah. next thing you know, this suburban pulls up behind us, a white suburban, and we're mm-hmm. still sitting there just talking. And and uh, so I said, "All right, just flash your lights three more times, and then we'll get out of here in, in a couple of minutes." So Chris uh, ended up flashing his lights three more times. And so we sat there for a couple minutes, and it was really strange because it, I remember it got a little bit colder, and everybody just uh-huh. all of a sudden stopped talking. So we all just, I mean, out of nowhere, we just, it wasn't like we saw anything, but we stopped talking. And as we stopped talking, we kind of, I remember focusing down there, and we could see this green, this neon green kind of mist-looking thing, and it was, it was, it was gravitating towards the Jeep. And I, I remember in my mind just thinking, well, that, that's, that's weird. But I, I still wasn't registering that this could be anything besides just some sort of pollution or I don't even know what it was. And so. <laughs> Swamp um, gas. Yeah, just something weird, you know. But everybody <laughs> was everybody was quiet as we were all trying to figure out what this thing was. And it kept coming closer. And it was going pretty slow and closer. And, and um, it came up on, it was coming towards my side of the Jeep. And it got about probably uh-huh. 20 feet away. And I remember just thinking, what the hell is that? And all of a sudden we saw flashing lights behind us and the and I turned around and there was a cop car behind that suburban and yeah. um and I turned back around and the and the green mist was gone. And so the cop came over and uh took our licenses ever all of us and wrote our names down and uh said that if there was any um uh Oh, what do you call vandalism it? Any vandalism in the, in the cemetery that he would know where to, to contact us, that we needed to leave and all this kind of stuff. And so we were really quiet. We were just, I remember just sitting there because I was still trying to process, because I didn't believe in any of this stuff anyways, but still trying to process what had just happened. And um, right. and so we were kind of talking, we're like, dude, did you see that? Because, you know, we all took a breath in when we kind of saw it. And um, and so I remember just thinking, this is this is just weird. And so anyways, we, we end up getting kicked out of the, the cemetery, and we pull up to the red light, and this white suburban comes flying up by us at the red light. And all of a sudden, all oh, these yeah. people roll down the windows, and there was about, I think there was five or six people in the Suburban, and they were just screaming at us, did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? And that's when we oh, acknowledged yeah, that we did. So there was, there was literally, there was probably 10 or 11 people, because there were five in our car, and there was, I think, six in the Suburban that all saw the same thing. Now, I didn't, I didn't see a personage. I didn't see a face in that green mist but it was definitely something not natural because of the color and the way that this thing moved because when you think about a cloud you know you think about it kind of dissipating and stuff this kept its form as it continued up and i mean we probably watched it for i would say a good and it doesn't sound very long but probably 20 seconds is as this thing kind of walked its way up and so the fact that you told me that story that this girl once the lights were flashed she would jump she would come walking out to, to get in her boyfriend's car and that just gives me the creeps because that's exactly what happened we flashed the light three times and this thing starts walking towards us and uh i mean that was it was creepy man well and i and, and i think one of the biggest things that i remember is the night before mm-hmm. the night before we you know when we went up with the girls i because it was we went out on a friday with the girls and then with the dude i can't remember what happened but i remember thinking oh why are we going up there again Whatever. yeah yeah we'll probably we'll probably go up and cruise the vard or yeah, whatever right or whatever we used to call it and and you know go go 
you know, pick up on really slutty chicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But so, but, but the night before we were kind of dicking around, we were kind of just being jerks. You're not jerks, but we we're just kind of being silly with the girlfriends yeah, and yeah. or the girl, the dates and whatever. But the, it's funny because as we were driving up, I remember driving up with our friends up there. I mean, we were acting like jerks, but once we got around it, man, we, for some reason I felt like a little more somber. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what it, I mean. There, it's like, there I, weren't, there wasn't anybody almost like else I in could there. sense what's going on. Yeah. Nobody no, else yeah, was until, there. Until that. The night before, it had kind of been like a little party where you had all these people in the cemetery. But Saturday night, right. there was none of that. We were the only ones that got up in there. And then when that suburban came up behind us, I mean, we were the only ones. And yeah, it was it was kind of weird. So you know, and I keep I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, well, what could it have possibly been? You yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like, it, I mean, just like you were saying though, I I just remember it being this like. Almost like a ball of fog, but it yeah. just like you were saying, it didn't dissipate. It just was like rolling to us. Yeah, it was. It was just so bizarre. It was really weird, <laughs> and, and I thought I about it too. Know. And when I tell people the story, they get freaked out a little bit. But it, I'm not, I, when I think back on it, I mean, it was weird, but I, I wasn't scared. I mean, I didn't. I, I uh-huh. think I was in sho- a little bit of shock because you're like, I mean, right. when this is really happening to you. You don't, you're not processing fear. Your mind is starting to try and figure out, okay, there's got to be a rational, what is that? What, what is that that's coming at me? I'm not even thinking about being scared. And then once it happens, you're starting to kind of question yourself. Like if no one else had been there, I would have chalked that up to me being high on oh, something. Yeah. But the fact that, well, that you, all you of us were there. You know what's funny too is, uh-huh. and we were, when we drove away, I remember just kind of being, kind of just thinking to myself, what the crap? And it yeah. wasn't until that the people behind us came up right. started do you guys see that? Yeah, we were I quiet. Just, I remember was, leaving, wow. and, and I kind of chalked it up to we had just been busted by the cops, and I was kind of thinking, well, I hope my yeah. my parents don't find out and stuff like that. But then, you know, <laughs> but but still thinking, what in the world was that? And and then when yep. they came up, that's when it kind of sealed the deal. That all right, you know what? We just had there's ten people that witnessed the same thing in that uh, in that graveyard. So yeah, bizarre, just just weird. Oh, dude. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah, man. Oh man, I'll tell you what, that was fun though. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's weird reading these stories about it too. Cause oh, it's yeah. like, it would, it probably would have been better. It would have been awesome if I would have read those before, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You know? Well, like I said, I didn't hear that. I didn't even know any of that until you just told me, but you know, that, that kind of puts a little bit more of a twist on it. And now when I tell that story, um, cause I mean, I've told it a few times to people, I can kind of set the background and understand a little bit more uh-huh. behind. I just knew, I mean, that, that girl that I went up there with just said, yeah, flash your light three times. And then she comes out. I, I didn't know the background on it. So it's pretty It makes nasty. me want to go up and check for the headstone to see if yeah. it's really there. And, and all yeah. That stuff I, I'd too. be interested in doing that. And then also there was some legend up there that if you go around, there's a big statue up there. If you go around it, uh, counterclockwise three times, the head starts following you around. I think we did that once and that never panned out. Yeah, I think all that is is some asshole made that up to laugh at dipshits who go around the thing three times, but whatever. That sounds like something would do. That yeah. sounds like something would do. I mean, the same guys that take dumps in the in the uh, golf ball hunting. Golfs, yeah. Dude. Whatever. Yeah, I don't, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. I, I That was a misquote. I never took a dump on Thank the golf you. course in the hole in the middle of the night. I didn't ever do that. <laughs> all right dude oh well, there you go man that's good. that's that's the uh 
And then, you know, I think that's like the only urban legend around here that I know of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there are more. I mean, there's tons of more of this place is haunted or that place is haunted. But that's the only one that I've ever really experienced anything with. So One of these times Whether we ought to take whatever. a video camera up to Hobbitville and uh, and videotape some of that action. Up to where? Hobbitville. <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at, dude? That's a real place. I know it's a real place. You what? know what's so funny about that is there's probably just some like really nice uh, dwarfs that live there or little people. It is. Well, do you didn't know? Have you ever heard of that for real? Really? No, yeah, absolutely. That was a big. That was a big thing oh, back okay. in the day. I just you want know, to make sure because it's it's right up on 13th, and I I'll drive by there once in a while. Yeah, you go back I just there. Think about it. You go back I've there. Never, and I've midgets. never gone in there. I've never gone in there. Yeah, I haven't either because I heard that they're mean. They'll like bite your ankles and shit. So, so, so how, do you, how do you know? How do you know they're midgets? Have you never been back there? Well, I don't know. I just imagine that they are with like sharp, pointy teeth. Really scary. It's like Troll Two. It's yeah. like Troll Two. That's where they filmed all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I would not doubt that at all. That's some scary. Now I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have nightmares. Forget the ghosts. Midgets with sharp teeth is scary as hell, man. <laughs> it's over. It's oh my over, gosh! Man. It's awesome. wow. I'm glad I'm in Rochester right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're lucky. I got to live with the midgets now. Yeah, you're you're closer Whatever. to them than I am. <laughs> oh man, well that's good, oh, man. You ought to hey when you need uh, when you need guest spots again and uh, need me to weigh in on some stuff, uh, definitely let me know. Man, you're welcome anytime, man. And let Shane know that I'll uh, you know I'll sign a, an autograph picture and kiss it for him and stuff. Because um, I know he's he's worried about uh, worried about getting getting some of that action. He actually gave me he actually gave me a shirt and oh, yeah? he wants you to wipe your butt with it. Really? And then and then I'll bring it back to Dude, him. I was thinking I am... about I'll do it myself and he would never know the difference, but I oh, think no. He no, he he might be able to tell, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to I'm happy to oblige him. <laughs> Sweet dude. <laughs> Hey, well, man, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. That was awesome. It's good to hear your voice again. Absolutely. Well, thanks for the invite. We'll talk soon for sure. That's right. All right. Sweet. Are you, are you gonna? There you go, are dude. you gonna say see you later? Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, and for the Cadaver Lab, we'll see you later. Let's keep it open, so yeah. Can 
Not a tear in hollow morning. Don't lose your head unless for me. Ride with me, darling. Don't lose your head unless for me. I will take you away. Blitzkid.com is where you go to find this band 2011 apparitional that's the album we are talking about nice baby this album this is the one and only album released on century media people like you Century and now with Century Media people like you is that the same stuff that Opeth put out with Century Media I don't know Century Media same ba- stuff back in my day yeah that was heavy that was and that's metal yeah label. absolutely i mean um i noticed that earlier albums were on fiend force and you know you yeah. don't you don't get a lot of shit from these guys on uh spotify no you know you, you don't, don't which is a bummer and apparitional's not there yeah true. I don't, yeah okay 15 tracks uh on this album and it's uh how long was it, it was 55, 55 minutes. minutes and 22 seconds baby man other albums they've released is uh, Terrifying Tales, 2000, uh, Let Flowers Die, 2001, Trace of a Stranger, 2003, <laughs> okay. Five Sellers Below, 2006, plus a shit ton of fucking splits and vinyls and fun times and everything else, man. Okay. It is unbelievable. Members of the band TB. The Mighty Man Monstrosity. What? Which? What, what does he play? He plays the guitar and vocal. Wait, wait, wait. Is he the? Is he the big guy? He's the big guy. Let me tell you something about bands with big guys in them. I it's love the big guys. Okay, yeah. I do. In fact, uh, because it seems like they kind of switch off vocals or something. Like I don't, I don't yeah, know exactly they do. what they do. They do a little but bit. I, I mean, I like all the, I, you know, all the songs you listen to, whatever. But I especially like when the tubby guy gets to sing. Can you guess his vocal though? He's the guy that's just he's got that he's got that guttural stomach thing going. Well, well, listen, guys, and I can speak for all the guys with guts because I have. And in fact, I'm uh, the the guys with guts uh, chapter head here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, you are. Let me let me tell you something about guys with guts. Okay, and they harness all that power. Okay, and they can. Come at you. Yeah. You know, and for those who aren't here and not seeing it, I just put the fist out, baby. It was the fist fire. The fist fire. It's called the fist rocket. And I just did it. Uh, Goolsby plays bass and vocal, which yep. you were talking about, where it's, there are songs done by TB and songs done. Oh, there's a dog well, well, doing a roll ball. The dog, the dog needed the roll ball. Roll ball. Yeah, Goolsby plays bass yep. and vocal. Yep. And he sings. Some of the songs, he too. Does, indeed. These guys are the main guys that have been in Blitzkid since 1997. Those they two formed guys. Okay. in 1997. They've had plenty of drummers. Uh, we don't want to go too far into that because they have so many players in the band. We do want to talk about the drummer, Rico Mortis, okay. that is on this album. Oh, is this the only album he's on for Blitzkid? Yeah. Okay. And there's also drum tracks shared by uh, Wolfie Von Christopher. Okay. I guess his name okay. is. Um, what are your thoughts so far? Let me, let me say a couple of things. Yes. Now, 
I am brand new to Blitzkid. In fact, the only the only Blitzkid song that I'd ever heard before this was a Concrete Blonde uh, cover. Gonna call it out of all that with, yeah. New Orleans, which was yeah. amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is freaking awesome. And and I actually have to to thank uh, Christina for for because uh, I subscribed to one of her Spotify playlists and stuff, and that song was song. I'd never heard that song, not by Concrete That's Blonde. That's a beautiful or, song. It was so them. great. Okay, so when you said that we're going to be doing this band i was pretty stoked you know and i've just got to say man i've listened to this you know how we usually do okay you know we're going to do five five listens and stuff i've been listening to this album constantly since probably tuesday like over and over in the band i've, I've not listened to any podcast not listened to anything this has been rolling in my in my car since this is playing. a solid album from the band. Let me let me tell you something, okay? Let me let me go over some of my favorites. All right. There there's some awesome awesome tunes on that. My very favorite though is one that Goolsby sings. The skinny guy, you know, that's okay, uh-huh. you know, whatever. You know, I still like the tubby guy better. Right. But um Jane Doe number 9? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that song. That dude. was a good tune. Jane that's in my faves Doe. too. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, here's a couple of fun facts for okay, you. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, you know, Goolsby was in Gorgeous Frankenstein with oh, Doyle, with Doyle. Frankenstein. Yep. Uh-huh. And when he left the band, he, um, he had given like, or sent a bunch of songs to Doyle to check over. Hey man, maybe something we can, you know, do in the band. He left, but, mm-hmm. uh, Doyle, Really dug this tune, Mr. Sardonicus. Oh, which is my second favorite song on the album. So when they did that song for Blitz Kid, yep, because of course Goolsby's going to go, hey man, these are my tunes, right? So Absolutely. You know, when you send them out to the big boy like Doyle <laughs> and his his stripper pole girlfriend, right, you know, right, right, on right, stage, right, right. and he goes, uh, I'm going to pass on these, but I like this song. Oh yeah, you you take them back and you use the best of the best for Blitz Kid. Uh, yeah. And so Doyle is actually playing guitar on that song, Mr. Really? Sardonicus. Yes. Let me, okay. Let me, let me, can I go off just for a moment, please? Go off. Go okay, off. Okay. So let me, let me tell you a couple of things about Blitzkid. Like I said, I've never heard about them before, but by the name Blitzkid, I would never have guessed that they're a horror punk band. I mean, cause, Bl- you know, Blitzkid, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously it's a unique name, but it, you know, it's not like Die Monster Die where it's like, holy shit, those guys probably play some horror punk. Right. You know, but, um, and like I said, I've only heard this album and I've heard what's on Spotify, which is not a lot. Okay. Even, even to, even, you know, to this day right now, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm like, uh, I've, I've heard Blitzkid. I don't feel like sure, I'm, I'm right. a, you know, I'm a, a expert on Blitzkid, but this album has 15 tunes on it. I put eight of those tunes on my best of the best, the of best list. Of it made the best of a- list. Absolutely. And the thing is, is it's like these guys, it's funny because I, I, as I'm listening, um, there's a lot, there's some AFI in there, yeah. which, you know, I'm not a huge AFI fan. You know, I like this band a lot more than I like AFI. I mean, I hope, I hope that that, I mean, and I like again, I don't really know AFI. I'm not an expert on AFI either, but from what I've heard, they're okay. Right. You know, that you hear some AFI, but there's a couple of points on the record where they actually remind me a little bit of the Rosedales. Now they oh, yeah. don't they don't have the same kind of layered vocals that you're gonna get. Right. They have a lot of like you know uh uh you know head you know kind of barky type you know punk stylings I guess is 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 what you do is what you call it. But 
there was a couple of times where I'm sitting there listening. They've got that kind of that '50s style groove, like like crooning, you yeah, know, those type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, that reminds me of the Rose. And everybody knows how much I love the Rosedales. And let me tell you something too. This band, I am absolutely totally surprised that I have never been into them because, like I said, I mean, you have Mr. Sedonicus, um, uh, Head Over Heels. Head over heels, H I L L S, which kicks off the, 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 um, you know, the, um, right there. And actually they have a hidden track, tracks, uh, 15, uh, you know, four minutes into it or three minutes, three and a half minutes into it. You get a, another version of that, which is gorgeous. You know, we, you know, it's, it's, it's almost, I read, like, I was, I read an article mm-hmm. from Goolsby where he was talking about this album in particular. Okay. Now this is the big breakout. They used to be on Fiend Force. Right. And before that, well, where, and listen, where, it's where not I like met Fiend them. Force, it's not like Fiend Force is not respectable. I mean, cause it has sure. the Crimson Ghosts and stuff. Well, you of know? course. And next week we're doing the other. Oh, right. Which is Fiend oh, is Force right? cool. led by, you know, by Rod Usher. Okay. So that's I don't know that's who that is, but whatever. I'll Thorsten, learn this week. Thorsten Wilms. Oh, the, but, the main yeah, guy. Okay. The main man. Okay. That's awesome. his man. But um, you know, back in the day when I met these guys, when I was fresh on the internet, mm-hmm. they were on Antidote Records. Okay. And they released Let Flowers Die and Trace of a Stranger and stuff like that. Okay. They moved to Fiend Force, but this album right here is like Big time. Century Media to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in my day was like, holy shit. That's if, big if you're time. on if you're on any label that Opeth has been or is on now, you're made. You're you I love you. And if you've listened to Five Sellers Below, which was which I have in two thousand six, it, it, it it's kind of a it's an awesome album. I love it. But it's all but it's kind of like them experimenting on everything. Okay. They there's a little ska, there's almost a little a lot of metal. Okay. You know, um, okay. it's, it's all over the place. <laughs> this album is where it really came back together. Uh, the article that I was reading from Goolsby, he said the, the label, Century Media, people like you, mm-hmm. had a lot of input okay. on this album. Okay. And what I'm thinking was they wanted to hear that old Trace of a Stranger, Loop and Tooth, uh, let flowers die stuff. Okay. They wanted to hear that horror punk come back. Which is beautiful, bit, man. Know? And they did a solid job. Rick Mortis on the drums was amazing. Yep. The songwriting was awesome. You know, there's one thing that really bums me out about this, though. What? I went and I read an article about, uh, and you know, you know, I just, usually when I get going for an album, if I don't really like it or, you know, it's just okay, I just you don't even them, bother. No, I do, but I'm like, yeah, only for the show. I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of passion for it, whatever. Right. But this album, I listened to it and I'm like, well, these guys are, are some, somebody who I should be a fan of. And I went out and I, you know, I Googled Blitz Kid, whatever. And the thing is, is I read this article about how basically they've come together and said 2012 is the last year of them it being is. a band. It is. And they're playing here on the 30th. Yeah. And it's like, I, it may be the last chance that I'm yeah, going to have to see them. Could very well be. I, you know, and, and the thing is, is the family, like I said, the family's going to be out of town or whatever. You might have to I go might have to go. Rocket. Well, Christina's going to go and, and whatnot and whatever. So, you know, I'll have a friend there and stuff like that. But, you know, I know it's a Monday night. I think it's a Monday night. So I know that, you, that, that you're busy and whatnot. But, man, I, I think I have to go see this band, man. Yeah, this is officially it. At the end of 2012, they are done forever. It, that bums me out because it's like, okay, finally, Shane has said, Mike, this is a band we're going to do for the show. This is a band you need to hear. 
And it's the last year they're going to be in existence. And plus, to top all that off, there's a tubby guy in it. Yeah. There you go. And he's a sweetheart. But he's got another band called Vagora. I'm going to have to check, check that out. watch for those guys because they are fucking pretty awesome, Because too. Because I always have to support the tubby One guys. One thing that I do not like is I went to the Facebook page of Blitz Kids. Okay. And they're... Motto for years has always been long live the horror. Right. And in the section where it says <laughs> genres of music, it's punk slash metal. And I okay. just bands, bands that are, that are that first wave of horror punk. Would, would you consider Blitzkid that? Uh, they were, dude, if, if, okay, if we're laying down the bands, uh, w- Blitzkid is the U2. Of horror, really? Punk. Who's who's Die Mr. Monster Die uh, is more like the uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, <laughs> the Canadian. You know, <laughs> I mean, th- those guys were like the right. They were when I got on the internet and was going, "What's this horror punk about?" Right. They were established. Really? They okay. were going. So they hey, we're Blitz I was like, "Ooh, Blitzkid." Okay. All right. And I checked them, and I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed this album. And the reason why I enjoy this album so much mm-hmm. is because it was the return to what they were doing. Yeah, it's straight that up horror made punk. Everybody come along. I love so many songs off this album, but I'm only going to give you a couple. Okay. Jane Doe number nine. Jane I love that song. Doe. Okay. Mr. Sardonicus. Love it. Mr. Gore. Oh, dude. Moonlight dude. Veins. <laughs> and here's a fun little treat for okay. you. Okay. Do right. you remember our uh, our favorite little band uh, called the, uh, what the hell was the name Dead of that Dead by band? April. You're not The trumpets about. and everything. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, brain yeah, yeah, farting yeah, yeah, yeah. on them. Oh, uh, are you talking? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm, I'm farting think, on them. But I know what song you're talking about. The the cask of Amon. It's the cask. It's the cask of Amontadio. Amontadio. Crypt Keeper Five. You're right. Amontadio is what that's the man. Let me tell you something. Can I can I can I go off here in a bit? Tainted. There was back back in the day. There was a young man who was in junior high, and he played a couple of instruments. Okay, he was in the band. Uh, the school band, he played the clarinet and the baritone saxophone, okay? Uh-huh. His name was Mike. You this play- guy right here. You look like a clarinet for sure. Uh, I don't, you know, whatever. Big guy with the little box. Yeah, with a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slapping. Well, I, I wasn't so big in uh, eighth grade, but uh, yeah. Well, well, I, I don't believe that. No, no, but. listen, I, I was a late bloomer, Shane. Okay, I put up a lot of shit from the guys who are All now 5'9", right, okay. but were way taller than me back then. But whatever. But all I'm saying is, is I can appreciate, uh, you know, a woodwind being rocked sure. in a rock song. Sure. All right. There you go. I loved this song. That's, Cast of that's it. Video. Yes. This band has been influenced by Face to Face. Okay. T S O L. Yep. I love that fucking. You know, band. that's uh, somebody else we're gonna have to do here because I'm not very familiar with them. Uh God, Bad Religion, dude. I love those okay. guys, but they're you know. All right. They're they're. Uh, you know, their political, guess, political stuff can, yeah. can lick my nuts, but whatever. It. Uh, okay. I'm going uh, for a walk. Okay. Sorry. But yeah, that's all I've got, man. I really enjoyed this album. I think that I, you know, and I enjoyed Five Sellers Below, which was the album right before that. 
Five sellers below, and some of the live, like or not live, but like compilation hits that and, they and put together. I think they have some compilation stuff on Spotify. Yeah. if you want to check. Apparitional. That out. These are the only albums you're going to hear. You're not going to hear "Let Flowers Die" uh-huh. or "Trace of a Stranger" or right. "Loop and Tooth." You're not going to see any of that on Spotify. But man, I, I I like Five Sellers Below. I really love this album. I think it's 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 a swan song. Well, I, and I, you know what the thing is, is it does make me sad because it is. There, it's you know, I mean, unless they're going to put one out between now and December. But let's bear this in is mind, their swan song. 1997. I mean, they're they're rolling right with us. We started in '97. They started in 97, and they're just going, man, we're, you know, you grow up, you move on. I think, uh, TB's living in Massachusetts. Okay. And Goolsby's still living over in, uh, Bluefield, West Virginia, where they're from. Okay. So, you know, what do you do? Man, I'll, you I'll, just, here, here's, I, I, there's good news for me and there's bad news for yeah. me. The fact of the matter is, is that I have, what, what is it now? 2012. I have all those years, all the way back to 1997 to go check out, to right. go, to go through their, to go through their, uh, you know, their whole library of albums, their whole discography, if you will, you know, and to go yeah. back and to listen to all those. Um, but the fact, the fact that they're done, man, it really bums me out. One because, thing that pisses me off mm-hmm. is it's like, you are going to be hard pressed to find traces of a state stranger or, uh, I, I'm going to have to go. I, I am willing based on this album to go, to go drop some cash on it. And that's, but where are you going to find it? That's the key. I'll find it, son. You, you don't, don't you worry about that. I will find maybe it. Maybe it's on iTunes. I, I don't I'll, own I'll iTunes. Find, I'll so find maybe, it somewhere. Maybe it's all on there. Depending on, depending on how available it is, I will get it from, I, I've got plenty and, of places to get, but I'll tell you what. I, after listening to this album, I went to YouTube, I watched them live. You know, they've got the whole horror vibe going yeah. on. I, I, I swear I had to, I watched their live version of, uh, of Jane Doe number nine a hundred times. I yeah. swear it was so great, you know, and I, I just really enjoyed this album. In fact, this album is not only a buy for me, but it is good enough that I'm going to go back. And if I can't find anything, you know, yeah. whatever, I'm going to buy their old stuff. Dude, check out uh, uh, Five Sellers Below. Okay. It is different. I love Starlight Decay. I love uh, Mary in the Storm. Come, come, watch the stone. But that album is all over the place. But that's all you're going to find on Spotify. Okay. And you're going to be, unless it's on iTunes or... I'll find it somewhere. One of those... You're going to be hard pressed. Maybe Amazon, you'll find copies of, and I would say if you can find Amazon copies of Let Flowers Die or Trace of a Stranger, mm-hmm. buy them. I'm going to buy them up. I'm going to buy them just because I enjoyed this album so, so much. You know, I mean, that really is the epitome, the, the beginning. Sure. That's where I went. I connected. I went, holy shit, we're doing the same kind of music as this band and this band right here I got, and blitz kid was right there i gotta be honest with you man the name blitz kid for some reason it, it i mean because i'd heard the name blitz kid and i've heard it for years but the name blitz kid kind of just i don't know i don't know if it took me out of it or whatever but i, I don't think it did but what I, it didn't really give me that you know since i didn't know anything about it it's right. like you know sometimes i'll be like oh you know for a band oh look it's it's you know 
death killers from Mars. Yeah, so, so I'll go check say, that shit out this right now. Called Clipball. Yeah, I'll go. Going, I'll go oh. check out Clipball right now. You know, but the, yeah. but so I, you know, and it's my own fault, my own prejudices, and whatever. But this album was great. I listened to it from start to finish a hundred times. But I go back on a couple of them, like, uh, um, you know, uh, like I like I've been Jane talking about Jane Doe. I go back to Mr. Shardonicus. I go over Head Over Hills, and plus uh, the hidden songs. of Dil Tilio, Tilio. How does it go? It goes. Uh, it goes. Don't lose your something is it for me or whatever. Oh, it's, it's so. It's weird to look at you doing that. Unless right for me. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh stuff. yeah, it's so. They're good, all dude. dead. Oh, that's the first track. That, well, that's the first track, yeah. and that's also you get another version of that track in the hidden track in track fifteen. Oh, so it's like it's, corn. Yeah, well, except for way better, but way better. Yeah, of course. exactly. All right, cool. So you know that there you go. I I thoroughly enjoyed this album. In fact, uh, I'm really hopping on this uh, this horror punk train. I mean, there's it, some good and stuff. I, and out I'm going to be honest with you, man. I never listened to the Misfits. I never listened to anybody until I met you in the beginning of the Cadaver Lab days, where you're like, I'm like, you know, these guys. Do you want to hear a funny story about sure. the Misfits and Blitzkrieg? I would actually love to. This is like Jerry only doing like the new. Version. Mama, mama. Yeah. My baby went down to Warren. Uh, I still like it. I don't. I, I oh, I love it. it. But, okay. but, but, but right. right. I, right. I had heard this rumor and I think it was true because Blitz Kid was going, Hey man, that's fucked up. But <laughs> Blitz Kid was literally like kicked off the show no. when Misfits found out they were playing like in New Jersey or something. Oh, oh like, cause that's where Lodi, New Jersey, that's, and, that's their territory. And man. I could be completely wrong. Maybe it was West Virginia. Maybe it's an urban it was on the East Coast, but rumor has it that Blitz Kid was playing as the opener. You know, the uh-huh. promoter goes, sure. yeah, put him on the bill. Because they were so good. And Misfits said, hell no. Really? We won't play if they play. Why? I don't know. Is it because, is it kind of like the, uh, you know, you ever heard of a little band called White Lion? You know, Hell yeah! You ever yes. song that goes, wait, wait, I never had a chance to love you. Okay, so their video for that song, I think it was that song, yeah. they were playing to a concert of ACDC. Oh, dude, don't get me wrong. Like, as Chris, Jesus, and Slave said, he goes, you know what? You didn't come from a background of metal. You came from a background of hair metal, which may or may not be true. Okay? Sure, which, whatever. Which, either way, I'm not ashamed of, Chris, okay? Up yours in your beautiful blonde hair, okay? Right. But... What I want to say? Oh, I was going to say they did the whole album. You know, I I have a I I I'm not saying that that White Lion's greater than ACDC. Don't you even? No, do. I I'm not saying that. All I'm saying though is is those guys had those ACDC fans pumped as shit for that for that video they did. And I learned that on pop up video. And I'm saying if bop, Blit, if Blitzkid goes bop, above yep. you, if Blitzkid goes ahead of you and they're like kicking ass, and then you come out and all you got is. Oh, turn it down, blah, 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 blah. See? the devil's ready, you know, whatever. It's but like, just give them the chance to rock. Oh, uh, dude, I like Blitz Kid. I, I, you know, this, like I said, this album, that one other song that they covered for Concrete Blonde is enough to make me go check out the rest of their shit. This yeah. is a great album. I say go buy it. I'm saying buy, and that's all I've got to say about it. Sweet action. This is the last album you're going to hear from this band because Which they are going bye-bye by the end of this out. year. They're on tour right now. They <sighs> do have a Kickstarter, so you can search that Shane, Shane, and raise money. A, they they want to do like a 30th. video. They want to do a, a, like a DVD video of their entire tour. Uh-huh. So so they do have a Kickstarter. Go there. 
Um, you know, this is it, man. This one of the one of the the big timers in horror well, punk is calling is, it quits. Is they're coming on the thirtieth, and you know Christina's going. I know that she's going, but I need a friend to go with me because I know Christina's like all popular with all the dudes and stuff like that. I just need yeah, to go all with the weird some, dudes. Well, truck truck. Brian Tr- Tow Truck, they seem to talk a lot. Like, Is there something going on there? Well, okay, I don't know. Right, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Katrina. I don't, I don't mean to, whatever. All I'm saying is I really want to go check this band out. And I, you know, and maybe I, we will, dude. Now, maybe we will. I, I understand. If you can't, that's great. But, you know, I would really love to, to share that moment with you, Shane. <sighs> that would be a nice moment. <laughs> that's all I've got, man. Sweet, dude. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Go to blitzkid.com. You're not, there's, you know, they've got a link to buy things, but mm-hmm. there's no link to its t-shirts, its They got a cool logo, like too, and I'm going to go buy that shit, too. But they don't you have, have any link to buy the album, so you're on your own to hunt those down I'll do and it. enjoy. Challenge accepted. So sweet action, man. I, I love, love this album. We'll stop talking about it because there's only so much bonding we can do. Uh, yep. here, here's what we're going to do. Buy. buy it, buy it, buy it. We're going to go ahead and play a trailer from 1986's Trick or Treat, and then we'll be right back to talk about it. How's that? Yes. Wake up, sleepyhead. It's body time! Rock and roll will never die. At least not this Halloween. I've heard of raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? Yes. I did that by playing the record backwards. You're kidding. Sammy Kerr. He's a rock and roll nightmare. I am a big fan of yours. I've got all your records. Shut up! We are the big, and they is you. This message is meant for me. How can you listen to this stuff? Rock and roll! Rock and roll! Dumped your stereo. I wanted a new one. Sammy Kerr. His fans won't let him die. He won't let them live. You should be loyal to your hero. Make it turn on you. Or treat. Looks like we better check out the party punch. And we are back, man. We had a quite a break on that one, baby. Know, we, we, were... we revisited some hair metal. We yeah. revisited some white lion, some YNT, some Babylon AD. We got to set it up for some trick or treat, dude. Oh, I was going to say, man, that goes right into this movie. Trick or treat 1986 with the band who did most of, or all the songs on the soundtrack is Fastway, which rocked the shit out of this movie. And let me tell you, before we get started, YNT, uh, or, or sorry, not YNT, Fastway, uh, the trick or treat, uh, Soundtrack yeah. is on Spotify. Yeah. Go check that shit out. I love every fucking song on it. And I would be lying if I told you that in the last, I don't have a lot of gig on sure. my iPod or my okay. Walkman, uh-huh. but in the last 
year to six months, uh-huh. I've had that soundtrack on my fucking walk. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Love it. This week, I, w- I went from Blitz Kid to the Trick or Treat uh, soundtrack back and forth all day long, every day at work. Both are amazing. Both. It's a nice roundabout from what we've been doing lately. Dude, and I'll tell you what. Nothing gets you pumped more to talk about this film than listening to those tunes. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Tearing it down. <laughs> Tearing uh, down the walls. You know, it's funny because, again, this is a band from the 80s who, who talked about rock and roll a lot. Yeah. we may, I mentioned that on the show before about how people love to... Fight for rock and roll. It's 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 a it's a cause worth fighting about, man. Hell yeah, sweet dude. Back when everyone was going, that's a devil's music. Elvis Presley, him and him and his filthy hips. Let, let me tell you something too. Around. Before we even get into Trick or Treat, you know, I mean, for those who've seen Trick or Treat, we know that uh, you know the the main guy Mark Price who plays the Rag Man. You know, he has all sorts of of uh, you know bands from that that era on you know posters mm-hmm. on the wall whatever do you remember like i mean he's got like twisted sister and he's got like you know uh, imp- uh it was imp- no 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 what's that one band that we just went and saw the last show at club vegas before it went out of business lizzie borden lizzie borden he had right that there. he had all that shit boom yeah and the thing boom. is is it's like do you remember when that stuff was taboo and scary yeah. you know but now uh, we're not going to take it by Twisted Sister is on a kids bop album yeah. that I listen to with my kids. It's like, it's like what? I, I remember seeing that TS. You know how they had that yeah. thing? You know, spray painted in Farmington. You know, Twisted Sister. Like, oh my, that's on kind, your uniform. That's some kind of satanic shit. I want man. you I'm to so- stand up. No. Better yet, what tell the class, what do you want to do with your life? I want to rock! Rock! Yeah. All right, all right. It used to be. Wow. That's what it used to be, though. And, I, and, I, and it's so funny because I just, I, in, in a little while back, there was ACDC songs on my kid, my kids' movies. There's Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy makes a makes a, an appearance in this movie, too. There's Ozzy yeah. Osbourne songs in car commercials. Dun, dun. Yeah. Dun-a, That's a pretty dun-a. cool car that, commercial. That is cool. I like when the kid's like... You know what's so funny is I, I played that because my kids see that commercial and they were singing it and whatever. I play that song and they're just like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I'm like, man, back when I was a kid, this was the shit. This was the scary yeah. shit, man. Boom. Going up what the What is this that stands before me? Let, me? let me tell you something. That song, though... They're, I don't Love know if they're that. ever gonna. That has the devil's chord. What is it? Yeah. The devil's tri, yeah. you know, the tri chord or whatever that goes. Yeah, what, yeah. that, Tommy Iommi's yes. figured out the tri, the devil's triangle on yeah. the guitar. Or something. Let me let me tell you something too, That's real hot. quick before we get into it. Best um, best Ozzy Osbourne slash Black Sabbath uh, song. Give it to me. Oh, that right there. Black oh, really? Sabbath. Okay, that's a great tune. My favorite. Mr. Crowley, ba ba ba, man, your head. Aussie style. I used to love that song. Oh man! Uh, oh god, what was that? Oh man, I loved "Bark at the Moon." Oh, oh, dude, there was a song on that album, and I can't remember it right now. But, but 
it was like, oh god, it was something. I'm, about, I'm telling you, god. people, we just uh, brain. Fart. We just took a break. Okay, we t- since we didn't have anything else to do, we took a break. We we listened to some tunes. We went and you know picked up some more quote unquote supplies for yeah. tonight and whatnot. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. I mean, it's hard. It's, it's hard to get back. You know, after we've listened to such great tunes, you know, it's not hard to yeah. get back. But what I'm saying is that stuff. That stuff is just such All great you need stuff, is- man. Say it all right, let's get it's it. It's a trick or treat. Beautiful, oh, dude. beautiful, dude. All right, okay. So if you haven't noticed yet, we're going to be talking about trick or treat from 1986. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.3. It was direct. It's funny because I did not know this. It was directed by a guy named Charles Martin Smith. Um, you know him as an actor. Now, if you saw this guy's face, you'd be like, oh that guy he was in disney movies like herbie goes bananas and you know never cries wolf and and all that stuff he was actually in the movie he had a, he had a quick cameo as the teacher who was um introducing the band the live band he, oh yeah he okay. had he had like a, a nose and you know and the glasses yeah. on stuff he was a director uh he was also in american graffiti pat garrett and billy the kid my favorite all-time western uh but anyway wow um, it was written by rhett topham uh who also wrote 976 evil Guess who directed 976 Evil? Hmm. Robert England. Freddy really? Krueger himself. Dude, Indeed. the more and more I learn about Robert England, he's soaked into it. Dead and buried. It's just like that guy Listen, has been like molesting this guy's himself committed. with horror. This guy's and, committed to horror, and I'll tell you what, I love him for it. I actually read his biography that he put out a couple years ago. You know, it's so funny that a guy who started with with all this stage acting and stuff like that ended up being Freddy Krueger and ended up where he is now. I love it. The guy, yeah. the guy's amazing. But I mean, he 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 set himself on the road. Oh yeah. Even like with Dead and Buried, there was oh, no yeah. Freddy Krueger talk. Back oh, absolutely then, but not. He took that role and just boom. Another awesome. one of those guys who have who's had other roles. Yeah. But really embraced horror. And really kind of ridden it. Because you know what? Those guys who've done horror movies and have said, eh, you know, horror movies, whatever, like Kevin Bacon and shit like that. Yeah. Screw those guys, man. We love exactly. the guys who are wearing that badge. We exactly, love dude. I hope, dude, the day that Rob Zombie or somebody goes, you know, I'm just I'm just making a love movie. I'm going, <sighs> dude, well, I'm denouncing everything you've well, ever done. Well, and the thing is, is it's, like, to me. it's like, you know, Robert England had a, a dramatic, you know, all this stuff, non-horror stuff. But, and you know, he's done stuff here and there, you know, outside of horror. But the thing is, is he still realizes that horror has made him who he is. Exactly. And he embraces it. He doesn't say, you know, horror is a... Horror is this, uh, you know, the genre that's less than or right. whatever. You know, and I hate those assholes that do that. So do I. I, re- I really do. And, and, and it's sad because most people either start in horror or in porn or, or whatever, yeah. you know. And that's what I'm saying. You got, you got to stick to your roots, baby. And horror is most of the time what it is. Anyhow, uh, this was written by Michael S. Murphy. He wrote the screenplay. There was another guy. Oh, oh sorry. I, I forgot to mention that Rhett Thompson wrote the story. Um, he actually, uh, did I mention that already? Anyway, he, uh, he wrote 976 Evil. He had a couple of, uh, uh episodes of Freddy's Nightmares that he wrote. Uh, Joel, uh, sorry, Joel Soisson helped write the screenplay. Joel Soisson, um, we, he's been actually really, I, I call him the, the writer of the direct to video 
um, uh, sequels writer. Ooh. He's done The Prophecy, Forsaken, Hellraiser, Hellworld, Piranha 3 Double D. Oh. Uh, let's see. We have The Prophecy Uprising, Dracula 2, um, Dracula 3, Mimic 2. He actually wrote Dracula 2000, which I really like. I thought Dracula 2000 was cool. The Prophecy 3. Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. He wrote Pulse 2 and 3 and all sorts of stuff. So this guy's, a, you know, I guess he, he's done a lot of his horror stuff. Um, and let's see. It stars Mark Price as Eddie Weinbauer. Where do we know the Ragman? We know him as Skippy from Family Ties. Now, for all you young people out there, um, Family Ties was a nice sitcom from back in the eighties where Michael J. Fox played a young Republican, which I love him for. And he had that picture of Richard Nixon on his bed. No, was, was it Richard Nixon? Yeah, it was or was Richard it, Nixon. Was it Reagan? No, it was Richard Nixon. Oh, is that right? Right by his bed. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a long time. He always wore a tie and, you know. All I know is, is I was always wondering what Meredith Baxter Bernie was doing with Michael Gross. I was like, what the shit? She turned into a lesbian, so it's like, I'm, I, there's no chance for me anymore. But she, I, I me. had an attraction to her in that show. She was hot as shit. And she even got better looking after. She did. And you know what? Even to this day, I've, I, you know, I've seen her on different shows and whatnot. And she, I can't believe we're talking about Meredith Baxter Burney. She was <laughs> hot, dude. On the podcast. <laughs> and you know who was even hotter? Who? What was the little girl's name? The, no. the youngest daughter. No, the blonde one? The blonde who was like six foot tall, not the, the young, the youngest daughter. No, I know who you're talking about, man. dude. Knockout, really? She went with this like. You're short... not talking about Justine Bateman. You're talking no. about the other one. I'm talking about the nasty, ugly one in the show <laughs> that you're like, oh my god, I'd never. Uh, who? Why is Sasquatch dude, on this show? Doing some retrospective that I was watching. Uh-huh. She's got like goth clothes on. Really? A nice short black haircut and she's hot. Really? As shit. Uh, I gotta find out what her name is and look for some boobies on that oh, one. Oh my God. Is that rude to say? Cause I mean, I hate to, I hate to admit that I sometimes I only value ladies for their boobies. I wanna say. But I got no chance. Come on. I wanna say her name is like Natalie or. <laughs> Something. No, no, no. Now, like, now, oh. now you're thinking of uh, that one show with uh, Blythe and uh, you know, and Mrs. Garrett. No, we don't talk stuff. about that. All right, sorry. I, 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 I love that show. I'm so facts of life. I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry. We you don't don't ever good. talk about Natalie, Tootie Blair. Listen, Joe. You, you, you may Mrs. be wondering Garrett. why we're talking about all this stuff right now. I'll tell you why. Because we're talking about Trick or Treat from 1986, right Thank in the you. middle of. This is what was going on in 1986, people. Yeah. This is what's going on. Anyhow, it also starred, this movie also starred Tony Fields as Sammy Kerr. Uh, by the way, do you know who was up for the part of Sammy Kerr? Who? Blackie Lawless. Are you? Dude, that, listen, I'm, I'm not, not to take anything away from Tony Fields, because he did a great job. But like Blackie Lawless would have been amazing. Yes. You know, all, all I'm saying is I could, I could see that guy totally playing this. Oh, your dog's got something to say. They're, they're communicating with one another. He's got an itch, Shane. I gotta got let him out. All right, all right, all right. Rise again, little fighter. <laughs> Rise again, little fighter. All right, we're cutting all that out, so don't worry. I just, I just wanted to get myself on uh, tape singing. All right, that song. so 
All right, so, and it also starred a young lady named Lisa Orgolini as uh, Leslie Graham, Doug Savant as Tim Haney, Gene Simmons as Nuke, and uh, Ozzy Osbourne as the good reverend Aaron Gilstrom. Yeah. All right. Which was nothing really, not much more than just a cameo. He he showed up a couple of times. The funny thing is, is he showed up on like a TV that was that was playing in the background or whatever. Yeah. You know what's funny though too is not only do I think that he was not there for the filming of this movie, I don't even think he was there for filming with the other guy who was supposedly interviewing him. I don't think so. Either. I think that he just kind of they stuck that guy, they stuck Ozzy into the thing and had him say a couple lines and yeah. you know, it seemed it seemed like he was just out of his You know what? You know what pisses anyways. me off too and I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. But Trick or Treat, 1986, this album, or, or sorry, the DVD cover, the old school DVD cover was great. It had Sammy Kerr putting his fists up with yeah. his half shirt on and it had like a, like a, uh, jack-o'-lantern face in the back that was on fire and yeah. shit. But the release that I bought had a picture of, uh, Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne all Ozzied out on it. And it's like, that's oh, kind of a really? lie. I'd yeah. like to see that. Uh, I've never seen that picture, but it's I'd not like great. to see that. It's, it's really not great, dude. Because, yeah, dude. You know what would have been the best DVD cover what? ever? What? Is that poster that he's got in his room. Sammy Kerr. Just Where he's like, looking. you know what? This poster, and I'll, and I'll put it as the album art for this album or for this episode, was great, man. Yeah. It's Sammy Kerr, he's painted, and he's got like his fists up in he's the air. He's looking down. Oh, going. it's so great, dude. You pigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, basically, the plot. Uh, the movie opens up with uh, Eddie Weinbauer, uh, otherwise known as the Ragman. Basically, he's writing a letter to Sammy Kerr. Um, Sammy Kerr is is this like kind of rock and roll, heavy metal superstar. Why don't you do me a favor, Shane? Why, first of all, why don't you describe um, Ragman for us? Ragman is Skippy. <laughs> I mean, he's got is- like a short kind of not even... Really rocker hair. Dude. Listen, but he has. He's he is he's in high school. Can I can he's I can I cut you off real okay. quick? He's got the mic, uh, uh, the the mic mullet from junior high because that's all my dad would let me have. I couldn't have full on. It's collar length. Mullet. Yes, long that, hair. That was the mic mullet from the eighties, covering the ears. That's fine, you know. Which is like, good because he actually has really weird ears, like ear lobes. Yeah, he nice. does. So which which was good. You didn't but have to. Get he's laying on his bed and his in his shorts or whatever, and he's writing a letter to Sammy Kerr, who mm-hmm. is like the rock legend of his high school. Yeah, and his rock and roll hero. Yeah, so the, he's the guy that has become something from his high school. heavy metal. From my high school, this is the rock and roll legend that I lit, base my life on every day. Absolutely. And, uh, but he's, you know, he's still kind of, he's in my school. No, he was, he was, <laughs> you're like, dude, you're like a part time heavy metal. In easy, my school, easy. Some I was of us had full dads. time. Some, some of us had dads who wouldn't let us grow our hair any longer than dude, that. Dude, okay? I was full time. <laughs> Denim, rigor mortis. What, dude? What? All right. All right. All but, right. Listen. Okay. But, Nevertheless, yeah, he's so he's in this bit of uh, you know he's writing letters to him, which is 
And you know what's funny is as he's writing this letter, you see little scenes of him getting bullied at high school by the kid, yeah. by the quote unquote cool kids with eighties haircuts, jocks, and the fucking... and the spikes on the part and shit like that yeah. that used to be so hot in the eighties. Listen, this this you know we talk about kind of snapshots of the time period. This movie is a snapshot of nineteen eighty six. Yeah, you know, and at the time I was only ten years old. With so I, almost that uh, uh, what do you call that flock of seagulls kind of absolutely. Sweep on the side. And that's kind of put it long on top, then. you know, long in the back, and then sweep it up on the sides. That's what was hot back then, man. Listen, yeah. the '80s was was like, I mean, if if I were to invest in like mousse or gel, a gel company back then, I would have been a rich mother after. Yeah, you would. Okay, I'm Aquanet. just saying. That's what I'm saying, dude. Aquanet was the company, dude. you know, because now everybody's like, oh, you know, you don't want crusty hair, and you know, yeah. you don't want her. But back then, everything was groomed to the hilt. Okay, yeah. people. <laughs> I mean, it seems like we're, chicks we're, were hot too. Oh, dude, even with that hair, dude. Dude, the chicks, if you could get over the crazy haircuts, were the sluttiest and the hottest yeah. ever. Wow, I'm, it's like I'm going back right I know. now. It's like it's like I'm. It's like I'm. That's going what's back wonderful about a movie like this is you just flash back and you're while you're talking about it and reviewing it, you're right. going, man, I remember this those is my chicks. period. I remember. You know, it's funny too because and we mentioned this before uh, out when we're taking our break, but it's like. Um, you know, back then it's like you have the jocks, you had the metalheads, you know, and that's what I'm used to in you high had school. The nerd. Yeah, absolutely. He was friends with Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you know, he was friends. You're, you're just jealous because I've been chatting with hot chicks all day. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, you know, he was, he was the, he was kind of that. He was an outcast himself. Yep, and he was buddying up with the with the, the other the nerd of the school. Absolutely. And they kind of got that friendship going, and it's and, you know it's really great stuff. But as Eddie's writing this this uh, letter to Sammy Curry, you know I guess a fan letter and whatnot. You're seeing all these you know all these little flashbacks to how he's getting bullied. I mean he gets bullied to the point where he gets pushed out into the gym where the chicks are playing volleyball and he's buck naked and you know you get to see Skippy's balls. I don't know if, if you're into that or not. Dude, but, he's got a tight little ass though. Yeah. I mean I was going that's a that's I mean I'm not into the you know the <laughs> ass of the man sure but it's not bad looking it's like that's if i got listen you're saying if i go trim. look at an ass skippy's is not a bad one to look at and that, I that's hate to say that no you don't that's cool bad. basically you know we're getting this idea while he's writing this letter that sammy kerr is one of his only friends and obviously his right. hero you know without a doubt um, after the letter, you know, Eddie's, you know, got it ready, put the postage on, and he starts doing some laundry and he's doing chores around the house. And it's just him and his mom that lives there. Basically, he sees a newscast that's telling him that Sammy Kerr has died in a ho in a freak hotel fire. Yeah. You know, in this, in, in, and first of all, you know, we even forgot to mention that the local parents group or whatever, um, has blocked Sammy Kerr from playing at their high school dance at their Halloween party. You know, their yeah. Halloween, did you used to call them stomps? Or was no, that? No, I never really called it stomp. Okay, it we, was just party or. Okay. All right. We, we used to call them stomps back in the day. That, that was. But did you <laughs> notice who Sylvia Cavell was? I did not. Mrs. Sylvia Cavell that was on the TV gone. You know, that. With the really through. curly hair and, and that the older was, lady. Tell them large Marge sent you. No way. Yeah. Think about it. She now. is one of my greatest, greatest heroes. Large Marge. It was a night. Just like Just tonight. Like tonight. Yeah, that was Ten Marge years Marge. ago. And when they pulled the body from the, 
from the raining stinky wreck. Wreck. It looked like this. I did not notice that. That was large And she comes into one of my favorite scenes of the movie later on. Yeah, right. But again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Anyway, so finding out that Sammy Kerr's dead has really bummed the ragman out. So what do you do when you're devastated? You go to the weird local DJ spinning rock records, who is Nuke, Gene Simmons, yeah. and he's playing at the local K-whatever. Wake up, sleepyhead. It's party time. It's party time. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny because Gene's just kind of this understanding older guy who you know kind of took, it seems like he took a ragman under his wing and whatnot. And in, and in order to kind of cheer him up, basically says, hey, listen, I have this what's called an acetate. Which is a record, but it is the original record from which other the records. Only. Yes. The, the only record that is, that, that Sammy Kerr's new unreleased album. And basically, um, what he was, uh, base, uh, Nuke was going to send, gonna play this on Halloween at midnight. Yeah. You know, and Sammy and, Kerr's wishes unreleased play this at midnight on so Halloween. that's a pretty big deal so you know and actually nuke put it onto tape because i guess they broadcast over tape but he says here here's the acetate go home listen to it yeah. you'll get cheered up and whatever so he goes home and he eddie goes home he you know he's listening to this and he actually falls asleep while he's listening to this new album he has a dream, man. Uh, kind of a vision of Sammy Kerr and the fire that killed him. It almost looked like some kind of satanic ritual was going on. Yeah. But when he wakes up, the record is skipping, or he thinks it's skipping. Um, but he notices that there may be some kind of bas- backmasking yes. going on. Did you remember backmasking? Oh, yeah. Dude. That was a huge thing with Judas Priest and all that stuff back in the day where if you play something backwards, it gives you satanic messages yeah. and, you know, and all that stuff, which is really cool to kind of watch and just to remember all that stuff. But it's going that on. image that you get in your mind. Like if you're playing something backwards, it's like I remember someone going, have you ever heard that message on Queen's album? Decide to smoke marijuana. Right. And they tell you, decide to smoke marijuana. Yeah. And yeah. so now all of a sudden it starts going, Hey, it does say that. Like, I think there's like a Led Zeppelin album where it says "Sweet Satan" or something. Isn't that "Stairway to Heaven"? I think that's "Stairway to Heaven." But it's like they always tell you it says "Sweet Satan," and it's like if you have that in your head and you're listening to it backwards, and then you're listening here. Listen, Sweet if somebody told you, if somebody told you that, listen, if you play that backwards, it has a great recipe for chocolate chip cookies. You're going to see the recipe for chocolate chip cookies, yeah, right? Exact, there you go. I mean, exact, which was yeah. awesome. Anyhow, the movie goes on. Uh, basically, he, uh, Ragman says, yo, this is some backmasking shit. Let's play it backwards. Well, it turns out that Sammy Kerr, d- you know, is telling him to get revenge. Now, dude, what was the message? It said something like, let the big fish hook themselves. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was You're like, the bait. The bait yes, is you. Yes, absolutely. Let the big fish hook well, themselves. Well, and you see what he you did. You're the bait. The bait is you. Ragman decides to go ahead, set up a bunch of stuff, you know, you know, flip, yeah. some, flip a lunch on the bully and run around and let them get themselves in trouble. You know, and, and I'm, ca- I'm going to call foul on that. Because, oh, okay, why? Dude, only because... That whole setup, okay. He slaps the the the, the, the tray. Oh, sure, okay. He runs out the door. That is like 
has to be timed precision. It happens. The guys are walking by with the tables and whoa! <laughs> and it's just like the janitor standing there with the, you know. It's well, listen, like, the bottom line is, is that the bully decides to go shoot his, the, the you know, the fire extinguisher at the teacher's lounge and yeah. they get in trouble. And so it all works out. Listen, when Satan gives, or when Sammy, Sammy. Who, who is who is obviously ruled by Satan, when he gives you a message He's going to provide a way for you. To, I was going to digress and okay. say maybe Sammy <laughs> set all those. He did. He helped it out. He helped okay. it out, dude. And, right. and that's what happened. So basically, uh, the movie is is that um, you know as, as we move through, uh, I don't know if we're supposed to, to think that Sammy was bullied as well, but Sammy decides that he wants to get some revenge on some people that's through bad, the dude. Ragman. Through the Ragman. And it turns out that, that the, that this whole LP player decides to start working on its own and give longer and deeper messages for that. And, and there's, at one point, uh, the ragman makes a tape of this stuff and he gives it to the main bully. Yeah. And, you know, peace the, offering. Yeah, as a peace offering. And what happens is, is this guy's making out with his girlfriend and whatnot. It's, it's a peace offering because, I mean, there's this whole scene where he almost dies because they throw him into the pool, they throw the ragman into the pool with a weight in his backpack, and he freaking almost dies. But, right. you know, the ragman's like, listen, I'm going to leave you a peace offering. Here's an awesome tape. Go ahead and listen to it. What happens is, is this bully is making out with this chick, and they're about to get it on. But, Dude. of course, the guy's got to go take a piss, okay? Yeah. Right. Or a long shit. <laughs> Like he ate a lot of shit. He, it's like, man, listen, where the hell did you go? He may or may not have been taking a shit at this sure. point. Okay. Keep going. But his girlfriend in the, still in the backseat of the car, puts the tape, sees the tape, puts the tape into a, uh, you know, Walkman right. and starts listening to it and starts like having an orgasmic experience. Yeah. However, what happens? And we're seeing, we're seeing green. We're seeing like green, like, like cloud, like uh, not cloudy, but like gassy. To, I, I don't know how to describe it's, it. Yeah. It's like a green, like a uh, spiritual fucking yes. gas that's like kind of rubbing her and unbutting her. And it's kind of finger shirt. banging her there. And yeah. And it's then like, taking yeah. her skirt down and who getting and she, her And she's going off. But then all of a sudden, some weird, crazy gremlin shows up. Oh, that was the cheesiest part of the whole. <laughs> Which was great because I love these movies of this era Dude, for that. But the, the that green... was hands down my favorite part. That that was I, not my favorite part, but that was a great part as hell. It, and the chick was not ugly. It's funny because you go back and and, and maybe this is just me, but when I see those '80s chicks with the with the teased hair and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, that really takes me back, man. It's like and she's laying back and enjoying. It's like this. Oh yeah, dude. Erotic. And she's just like, oh, leans her head back, and then you see her shirt going blink, boop, boop, blink, <laughs> blink. It's like, oh my god, that's hot. Oh yeah, dude, it's great. But she ends up in the hospital because this gremlin apparently puts uh, a lot of slime in her ears and stuff when they take off the earphones and whatnot. It melted her. Ears off. <laughs> yeah, something. absolutely. Anyway, the rest of the, basically what happens is this obviously it freaks everybody out. And there's even a confrontation where the bully shows up at the ragman's house going, what kind of voodoo shit are you into and whatever. Yeah. But 
I get the rest of the movie is basically Sammy Kerr is wanting out. He wants back into the living world. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and you know the ragman's like, I can't believe you did this. So and so's in the hospital. You put her in the hospital. You know, I'm done with this. And Sammy Kerr's like, I don't think so. You notice how. He gets Ragman gets out of the heavy metal clothes. He does. He does. He like he's yeah. like man. I'm denouncing all this he shit. Does. He does. Once it's once right Satan's there. involved. Yeah. Once Satan's involved, you gotta wear you gotta wear a regular t-shirt and like some yeah. nice basketball shorts. Horrible <laughs> fucking pants. He's like listening to. Ugh, God. Yeah, it, it got a little deep there, but in essence, so. What happened, you know, in Ragman's fighting, he's basically talking to his LP player at the time, which is taking on a mind of its own. It's talking to him back and forth. And he's like, I'm done. I'm, you know, we can't do this. This is, you know, in, in, in Sammy Kerr through the LP players, like, listen, you basically said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to kill them all, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And what happens is, is the devil, decides to have a mini earthquake on his house okay some pepsi soda yeah spills onto the lp player which is the which, unholy which, by key. the way yeah which by the way got a nice big credit at the at the very end of the <laughs> is that, album is that right pepsi cola thanks very much for pepsi cola is that right <laughs> but yeah falls on the record player yep and you know what pepsi cola finishes the unholy trinity of things that have to happen to make Sammy Kerr manifest. And basically what happens is Sammy Kerr is now back in this world and he you know he he can travel through speakers through radios and all this stuff yeah. and he can manifest himself like I said and he goes out and takes revenge or or net, spike bands and can dance like he was on fame. Okay. Uh, that okay. All right, all right, all right. We talked about where the director comes out and he introduces the band. He introduces the band yeah. that was going to play at the Halloween bash and whatever. Well, Sammy Kerr takes care of the lead singer and comes out. Now, let yeah. me tell you something about Sammy Kerr's moves, okay? I know where you're I know exactly where you're going to go. I know exactly where you're going to go. So do it, but I'm going to agree <laughs> with you cuz I know exactly what you're going to say. So go. Well, all I'm saying is is uh, well, okay. Well, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start by it, it, it's okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make kind of an analogy, okay? Okay. Sammy Kerr gets up on that stage, okay? Yeah. Now, have you seen the Michael Jackson Beat It video? I have, yes. Sammy Kerr's metal show where he's doing all sorts of turns and flips and like throwing it's, his head yeah. back and stuff. That to real heavy metal guys is kind of like gang fights to the gang fight in the beat it video. Thank you. Which was really Thank you. listen. I enjoyed every minute of it. It was unbelievably funny. Dude, but it was just like a, he he even had a line of something about false metal. He, he did. a met backwards message. Yes, but dude, I'm with you on that. It was oh man, I I I was laughing out loud when he's on he, when he's playing and he's like banging on his his uh you know his hip and stuff getting ready to rock and then all of a sudden he's doing like he's doing like ballet turns where he's just like looking at the camera and then flips his head around and stuff dude, like, i swear that so actor funny, was dude. on fame or something yes he was going dude i gotta do a couple triple lindy's and a leg <laughs> split because when he was doing that like you're saying oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. stage oh yeah and he did those spins i was like oh even back when i was a kid i was uh -huh. like 
All right, I'm going to look past that because that's Sammy Kerr, but that's fucking cheese. you, you got to look past that or else you're not going to enjoy yeah, this video. I'll cheese. tell you, because I've never been to a concert where they were like rocking out that much. Not even rocking out, just like dance, like... Like yeah, you're right. fame. Even, fame is a perfect way to describe yeah. it. Actually, I mean yeah, it was some kicking and swooping and flying around like <laughs> come on, rock out or you know like I could just hear that fame. I'm gonna yeah, absolutely, dude. And I of course I was laughing my ass off, but of course that all turns out to shit. He starts like zapping people with his guitar and he's he, you know he, laying down the metal lick that just like oh yeah the electricity dude. from beyond the grave. <laughs> you know the, one of the funniest parts of this movie too. You know the whole time Ragman's making friends of one of the quote unquote popular girls and whatnot. And yeah. They're making their relationship and whatnot. The funniest part though is when they're trying to get out of that dance. And they run through the like the locker room or whatever, and Sammy yeah. Kerr puts his hand in the toilet, yeah. and he starts like zzz, like the like the toilet the water. Toilet. The toilet. That's water. when they figure out. Wait a minute, this dude, dude, does not all his water. fucking beautiful dance moves, <laughs> and he manages to fall over a hamper. Yeah, he and does. Put his arm in a toilet, and and it only got worse when she flushed the toilet. Yeah. Is, is that a bad thing or what? <laughs> Well, not that spinning sensation. Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. that was so. F- I'm it's that spinning laughing. sensation. Oh, so great, man. Well, basically, you know, you know, and you know, we don't want to spoil it or anything like that. So, I mean, maybe that's all we do as far as the story goes. But in essence, the last part of the movie is uh, the ragman trying to stop Sammy Kerr from murdering all his friends. He wants to fall in love with his lady that that has been like a hot twat. All sure. Over town, At, well, yeah, hanging with popular. the hanging with the hot kids, absolutely. And now she likes him, and absolutely. Sammy Kerr's going to be the downfall unless he can get rid of Sammy. Oh, dude, there's a couple of scenes in this that are so awesome. First of all, let me start. Yes, let me start. Do it. Okay, I'll start with the smaller one. There's there's a there's a time when Ozzy comes on the TV for the second time. Right. Sammy Kerr's walking around and sees you know, and, and Ozzy Osbourne's playing this reverend who's talking about how evil rock and roll is and, right. and all this stuff. He touches the t- whoa. He touches the TV and he like you know he like kind of scratches scratches Ozzy's face and Ozzy's uh, you know doing the and the TV gets all distorted and apparently he dies from an aneurysm. But the my favorite scene in the whole movie yeah. is when he's going through the Ragman's friend's house. Okay, he sees Large Marge. Yeah. Okay, in the TV, Sylvia Cavell. He reaches into the TV, grabs her. Pulls her out and she's a charred body. Yeah. Hell and she's God. like a tiny little midget. Like she, like, um, like literally if you pulled her out of the TV, the size she would be inside the TV. Yeah. <laughs> you pull her out. Oh, that's how big she is. I think what it was, dude, all, all the water went out of her body. And you know where, where, you know, the human body is X amount water. Sure. And she pulls them out, the electricity got rid of, and she was just a charred mess. It was so great. Listen, there was a lot of great parts. A lot of I'm like, gonna counter you on, on okay. favorite parts. All right, he's trying right. to vacuum her up. <laughs> his friend, when his Napoleon Dynamite's <laughs> trying to vacuum her up, like holy shit! Like, I gotta clean this shit up before my mom finds yeah. out. Oh yeah, that's great, dude. The that, parents are never around, and I liked uh, I liked Eddie's mom's boyfriend <laughs> when he's like, "Die, you cummy pig!" <laughs> <laughs> he's dressed like Rambo or something. And he's, he's just like, this little scrawny guy, man. That was maybe eighty five pounds. Oh yeah, dude. 
Uh, you know, and the, the, my only problem with this movie, my only problem is that when, when all said and done, you know, we were gearing up for this final confrontation between Sammy and the Ragman. Right. And it just kind of went, oh, okay, he finished it. It's done. I know. It, it left you know, and, I, and I was a little bit bugged. I was like, oh, you know what would have been awesome? A lot more dancing, first of all, by Sammy Kerr. I wish I could have saw more dancing. Or, you know, something. Any metal head ever. Seeing that guy on stage would go, you are false metal, Sammy Kerr. <laughs> yes. You are fucking false metal. Which was, <coughs> dude, that part was so funny to me, dude. I just, I. I it, but there's I, something to be it, said about. Part of me is like, you know what? This is this is a perfect 80s metal show. But then you see him playing, you're like, oh my god. No, but gosh. when you're a young kid in a metal band, you know, trying to come up. Absolutely. That is your ultimate dream is to be at the high school you know, partying and just playing your music and have everybody at the school that you go, see? Oh, see how awesome we are? That so, so that's great. a great setup for oh, me. Without a doubt, man. Without it, listen, I'm not, but I'm not like, coming down on that, but with his moves and his yeah, kicks. Cheese. And, oh, it was so I mean, great. Yeah, it was. You know, and the thing is, is that didn't make the movie Even the worse hair, for me. It didn't Could make you it imagine. Worse. Let's let somebody do this. Somebody that listens to this podcast find the evilest bastard that you know in black metal right uh -huh, now, uh -huh. and 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 put a picture of Sammy Kerr from Trick or Treat <laughs> side to side, and put that in the group Dude. because even back then. He was kind of cheesy, he was. but Without in today's enough. standard, he's like, "Oh my god, dude, you're like not even rock <laughs> yeah, and roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, uh, I don't know." Well, like I said, dude, that was that's a snapshot of the '80s. There were a lot of weird looking dudes, kind of even, shall I say, girly dudes. All right, were... how about this? Okay, okay. Eddie the Ragman comes yep. to school. Now he's got everything figured out. He's going, "Ah, okay, yeah. we've got it." Right. He's already put those guys through one incident okay. and got away with uh -huh. it. So when he's in the hallway uh -huh. and Leslie finally is going, hey, that, <laughs> that outfit he's wearing with the zebra oh, and with the headband. Oh and, the, and he's like, oh, what are those you wearing? She goes, uh, they're jeans. And he goes, oh, they look good on you. Ciao. And he walks away wearing the bandanas. Even back and, oh in my, my day, dude. <laughs> even back in my day. He would have got his ass kicked. Ass kicked. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's false metal right there. F Listen, we're not. I'm and I'm not, growing up with this, but even when I'm watching it, when it came out in theaters, I'm going, I'd never dress like. Did that. this come out in never. theaters? That is uh, amazing. Never. <laughs> Listen, with all that bad stuff coming on, and and also we, we there was a special guest star on this movie. It was the Red Boom Mike. When when the Rambo guy shows up to pick up his mom for a date on Halloween, oh, dude. you totally saw the Red Boom Mike. I come down. didn't see it, but oh when my I, gosh! But here's the funny thing: on my FB page, uh -huh. I posted up, oh. Tomorrow night, getting ready for that. And people were posting about that going, my favorite scene's the boom mic. Oh, my like, god! It's like, I've never even seen it. Now Dude, i got to go back and watch that. You have to because it is so obvious. It comes right and down it, in. And it's totally oh, red. It, it's red. It's bright and red. And it oh, comes down for a full few seconds. And it's like, it's like this. I can see the second guy. Oh, shit. You know, whatever. Oh, so funny, dude. And and the thing is, is that's what this movie's all about. It's I mean, we we talked about martyrs. You know, we've talked yeah. about all these tough movies. 
this is not that kind of movie. This is no. you're gonna watch and you're gonna have a great time. Yeah. And there's some satanic devil rock and roll stuff going on. There's some great little one liners in there. Oh yeah, dude. And you know, it's fun. It's style. just fun to watch, man. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching. I've this seen movie. this movie probably forty times. I've listened to the soundtrack because I like all the songs that are on it. They remind me of, you know, back in the day. Absolutely Fast Way and all oh my gosh. It it's so cheese. Good. But I love it. It's awesome. Plus, Skippy is the main character. What the shit? Okay, that's the best thing he's ever done because he sucked in Family Ties. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, I'm not. I'm not going to comment on Family Ties because that to me was a perfect sitcom. I'm just teasing. All right. <laughs> Anyhow, um, listen, I re- I really liked watching this movie, but um, let me get this straight. Okay, back in high school. There were kids who would make fun of you because you listened to heavy metal. Is that true? I mean, I don't remember. No. You listen to that crap? That's false. Yeah, it's like, what do you listen to? Obviously, Flock of Seagulls, but who who else do you listen to? What about when the chick goes... Why are you so creepy? Right. Yeah, I mean, you're... you're I Why mean, don't you just act you're, normal? She says, I mean, like, you don't even care about who's running for student council. Well, doesn't she get finger-banged by uh, a yeah. gremlin anyway? She's the hot one. And so, she yeah. looked good in that swimsuit, too. She so did, dude. But he's like, I don't give a fuck. That's the, that was the attitude of the metalhead. I don't give a fuck. I'm out of here. But... <laughs> I don't even think the hot chick... Well, maybe, maybe... I was way out of that, but she was like... I mean, quit being so creepy. Right. You don't even care about who's running for student council. Dude, let me let me tell you something. I'm like, speaking of blast from the past, I'm okay? I'm going to bone you, baby. There, there is an arcade. You won't even care about student council. <laughs> Listen, there's an arcade that just was, it's brand new. A guy put on an arcade here in, in like Mill Creek, Salt Lake City, you know, whatever. Okay. I took my kids there, okay, to go play, to go spend quarters on movies or on games that we have at our house, okay? Right. But it was fun because, you know, you go, you got the ambiance, you got a bunch of people there playing video games, you got all the sounds, you got the smells and all this stuff. Right. Dude, I saw freaking George Lynch there from the Lynch mob in Dawkin. I swear, this guy was like, ha- had the poofed up hair, the freaking giant mullet, and he had his girlfriend that reminded me of those, you know, the the kind of the, the, the what, what do you call it? It's not roadies, but the chicks. The, yeah, the, the groupies. People. The groupies, dude. She looked like a Dawkin groupie. The people that, that don't want to let it go. Well, the thing is, is these kids were like 20-some-odd years old. They were younger than me. Yeah. and I, So some kind of a retro thing. But I'm sure there, it always comes back. All I'm saying is I'm in there, wa- in this arcade, watching this, and these two walk in, and they smell like cigarettes, you know, like real, you know. It's like, holy shit, am I in ninth grade again? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. And, and, you know, and then that night I went home and watched this, and I'm like, Something is bizarre. I'm in bizarre. It I went to back. I went to an arcade. I saw George Lynch and his girlfriend. Now I'm watching Trick or Treat. Something is bound to happen. That's like an evil triumvirate of shit to happen. I remember there. telling my friends, dude. Yeah, it all comes back around. We're gonna see ratted hair again. We're yeah, we do. And I said, but one thing you will never see is that filthy, slimy, dirty, greasy. One length seventies hair come back where they all comb it to the side and it looks filthy and dirty. I don't know, dude. And mustaches and it's happening now. I was gonna say that is it going is happening on. now. That is going on, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's all I'm saying is it all comes back around. Wa- watching this movie after going to the arcade, going to and seeing those people show up was unbelievable to me. Mark my words as we're talking now. That old glam rock. Aqua net 
hairdo will come back. If I and wasn't, it will be like this, and it almost is with bands like Bride of the whatever they're called, Bride of the Goth Brides or whatever they're called. <laughs> okay, I don't know, but there's it's coming back. If I could grow hair, come I would do that right now just to just to push that that uh, and the old Sex Pistols punk scene. It'll all come back over and over and over again. You know what? Let me tell you something about the '80s as well. Yeah. The kids were punk asses, okay? But yeah, you remember the scene we're talking about where Ragman throws his like his food on the bully and they're chasing him through the school? Right. Did you notice that as they're walking through the library, they kind of like still Stop. had enough respect to like speed walk instead yeah, of like running? <laughs> Listen, Sorry, Mrs. Ingram. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to walk through here. I'm going to follow the rules while I'm running through the library. Listen, and, dude, let me. I'm, I'm going to call that that big main jock out all right all right because dude he had that steel thing coming right at his skull he did he and did. he kept saying stop it yep. jergowitz or whatever his name weinbauer was. weinbauer uh-huh. stop it weinbauer it came right up to his cheek yep but weinbauer stopped it do you do you really get up out of that and go it's not over weinbauer no you walk you go I'm going to leave this dude alone. Yeah, I would too. Well, he ended up leaving him alone, but he needed some more satanic, uh, uh, shall we say, convincing. And then the other thing was Skippy, when he, when, when whatever his face is, big jock guy comes to his front door going, what the hell did you do to right, my girlfriend? Right. He held his hand out forever. He's like, wait. <laughs> and then he held his arm right there in that spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until the guy got in his car and left. Dude. It's like, don't you get tired? I mean, the, the flames are <laughs> Your coming arm's out been of the out from a while. I mean, dude. he was like, and you were like, oh, shit, Skippy's going evil. Let's put it this way. All those weirdnesses aside, this yeah. movie was a blast to watch. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it's like, I mean, maybe being an old mother effer like me, it's like going back and seeing how we all used to be, people. Hell yeah, it it's, is. It's so much fun to watch. Because, I mean, that's basically how it was. I mean, you know, yeah. I, like I said, I had Skippy's exact mullet. Yeah. You know. It is about being back. I mean, we all, Rick, if you're that age and you grew up with this kind of movie, oh, yeah. you were back there. It all was recognizable. Absolutely. I mean, whether the hair or the and, pants and whether or you're whatever. you're a fan of Fastway, you listen to music just like that. Yeah. And and it it totally makes sense. I loved it. I, I was right there. This movie and was so much fun. everybody that was in that kind of clique where you're like, man... I got the girl yep. that I really like, but she's way out of my league. Absolutely. Everybody had one Absolutely. of those. I, I, I could tell you names right now, dude. And I could tell you one, too. Tell me yours. I'll tell you mine. I'm not going to say the name, okay, because she probably listens, and now that I'm a huge podcasting star, I don't yeah. want her to give her the, I don't want to give her the satisfaction. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to give my Anyhow. But, yeah. Final thoughts. What would you think? My final thoughts is this is, man, I want to say, you know, this is a buy. Oh I, I'm it's a, a buy. buy. I'm buying it too. It, it, it's a buy. It's a bone saw in my heart, but it's not a, <laughs> not a real bone right, saw. Right, right, right. It's, it's a, it's a buy. It's, it's almost a rent buy. You know, Dude, because I, I, I love you, it with all my heart. I'll but, tell you what, if it was, if it had a better ending, if it had like a greater, you know, final conflict, yeah. this may be bone saw material. But to me, basically, it ended up just being a fun time, just 
chill, you know, watching this, reminiscing, whatever. I had fun watching this movie. I give it a buy. Go buy this shit. At least go watch it because this was yeah. so much fun to me, man. Teeter, it's teetering on the totter of buy and just rent it. But okay. I yeah. love it. It's funny because it can go from almost rent to almost bonus. I know. Out. It's like, it's hard to say. But the thing is, I honestly think people 10 years younger than me wouldn't really appreciate exactly. it as much as I did, you know? Exactly. And if there's anyone that's 10 years younger than us, listen to this, they're going to go, what guys, the hey, What's stack? wrong with those guys? <laughs> unless they get it. Unless they're smart sure. people. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not. Mensa. Okay. I've been there. I've been there, Mensa. brother. I've been there. Smart. All right. Yeah. I guess that's all we got, man. Trick or treat, go check it out. 1986, yeah. and not to be confused with the 2007 or 8, you know, uh, urban legend type thing, which is a good movie as well. But in my opinion, this one is just such a great, fun movie to watch. Go check it out. Love the VMs. Love that Love Sam, it. that surpriser. Bang, bang. <laughs> Dude, good times. Good. I've had a great time. It, it's good to come back, even though the padded room wasn't here to share it with us. You know that's great. Well, they were. We'll get you over know, it. Whatever. We got to move on, dude. We got to move they're, on. They're back in Reno. We're here. We got to move and on. And that's a world away. But I had a good time. Dude. I had a great time. Uh, so okay, remember next episode. The question of the episode is: If you could take one director's whole library of movies. Off to a, a you know in the zombie apocalypse, and you could only watch that. What director Ooh. would it be? You know, no, and we're not we're not limiting this by years. Every movie by a certain director, you got it. The okay? director, the you director, everything he's ever done. The number is two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. That is two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. That's a good question. And uh, other than that, I guess we're done. Except for right after we get done recording, we're going to do some egg salad sandwiching. Yeah. So let, let's get into that. I guess. All right. So we will catch you guys later. See ya. That is Shane Diablo. Hey y'all. Weird. And we're listening to a Spotify commercial, but right now what we're doing is we're actually getting ready to take care of a, of a bet that I lost to Johnny Crew. And here he is, Shane Diablo making some egg salad. You gotta get the skin off. But by the way, after this commercial, I chose Operation Mindcrime, so that we're gonna go ahead and play it. So at least I get a little bit of something that I love as I'm barfing this up. There's, there you go. There's Operation Mindcrime. All right, one egg, three chunks. Good thinking, dude. I haven't been.
I'm gonna turn down the music so we can get some, uh, so we can, this is El Casa Diablo, folks. It's a little dark. I'm gonna turn down the music a bit because in a moment, where I'm gonna be watching Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Oh, God. All right. Where's your, uh, where's the, the mustards in there? The mayonnaise packets, I wouldn't pick those up. The mustard mayonnaise is in there. <laughs> Holy crap. So far, that's what we got, folks. Next one. Oh, yeah. Uh, two? Do we need two many stackets? Yeah. All right. You gotta have two. Let's do one mustard, dude. Two mayonnaise, one mustard pack. Two, two mayonnaise, one mustard. All right. You got it. Holy crap. <laughs> Salt. Oh, thank you. Pepper. Oh, some of this, whatever it is. Wait, 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 what is that? Just a little of that. Is it garlic? Because that's, no, that'll make not, it it's suck. It's not, dude. It's not garlic. For a price. And then you mash, you mash, you mash. Oh, you gotta stab them good, though. Those are some. It. Those are some fresh market eggs, dude. Mash it. Solid. It's got, uh, got a little dark. Got a little darkness here. Why don't we pull this over into the, the light over here? Just, you know, whatever. Let's get it over, mash it up, mash it like we like it. Oh, yeah. You didn't even want any onions in it, dude. You gotta have onions. Dude, listen, I wanna be able to eat onions in the next few months, so I don't know if I wanna barf them up. Good. And here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to, I'm going to go ahead and watch it on the computer, but what I will do is we'll put on the video that we put out, I'll put out what I'm actually watching. Oh, yeah. That's plenty for a nice big egg sandwich. Absolutely. Uh, we have a loaf of bread over there that we bought special for this occasion. Oh, yeah, we did. Fucking <laughs> Dude, what do you think of that? That looks like puke already, Pretty actually. Mashy, mashy, mash. <laughs> oh, you always want to put your fork through it. Make sure that your chunks are down. You sound like you've made some egg salad before in your life. Way better egg salad than this. But it's the elements, dude. Oh, That's dude. What you do with it. I'm already starting to get a little peaked there. Do you want this bread or that bread? It doesn't this matter. I brought some. I brought some bread over just in case. All right. Get some bread out of here. Let's get some bread out of here. These twisty things are always kind of a nightmare. <laughs> all right, here we go. Do, 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 do. You're a bread magician. Yeah. Enjoy yourself, sir. Oh, yeah, let's get it all in there. Oh, look at that pig. Oh. Look at that filthy pig. Oh, that's cool. Let's get it all. Oh. Little dab of Tabasco. Oh, oh, that might be that might be helpful. No, then you're not getting that. <laughs> oh. oh, that's it. 
Now, I want to show the setup we got over here while Shane's finishing up. I brought a tarp, okay? This is the tarp. We are in El Casa Diablo. I brought a big tarp. I still have my computer here. We just got done recording episode 26. And this is where I'm going to be watching the film itself. Here's the tarp. I'm going to cover up, you know, most of the stuff. And this is a barf bag that I figure I better have around because that, I mean, I got that. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's gone. But I got that from my last, uh, an operation that I had a little while back. Is it time, dude? Why don't you go ahead and turn off the music? Turn, turn off the music and, well, I guess. Shane, I'm gonna hand over the camera to Shane and I'm gonna turn on the movie here. Holy shit, what are we doing? Alright. Turning on the movie. Egg salad. Ugh. Look at that. Ugh. I'm moving it to about 42 minutes in, I think. Give it, give it exact time there. Well, they're gonna see this. Yeah, they're gonna see it. Oh god, I can see it through the camera, dude. I don't want to see nothing. All right, so we got 37. Where are we at? 38. I'm gonna move my computer a little bit back so I'm gonna. I'm just. Alright. Johnny, this one's for you, buddy. Oh, shit! Hold on, I'm gonna move it up. I'm gonna move it up a bit. Oh, God. Eat the fucking sandwich first. This is very good, dude. Forty minutes. I want to see puke. I don't oh, care shit. if you puke on my table. I want to see... Well, I don't want to puke on my computer. Keep eating that sandwich. 40 minutes, 20 seconds. Keep eating the sandwich. I'm watching the movie as well. This is a piece of cake, people. This is delicious. I don't even want to know what you, the fuck's on great, that screen right now. You made a great now. sandwich right Keep eating. Hit the middle of the sucker, man. What? Why are you biting on the fucking rims of it? I'm telling you, the sandwich. I eat the crust first. <coughs> that was just a cough. <laughs> oh shit. In the middle, yeah. Eat the middle. It's the best part. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, shit. I... Keep eating, boy. Keep eating. I can't breathe here. 
How you guys doing? <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Oh. Vomit on the show. Take another bite there. I'm sweating. Okay. You got some you got some shell in here too. Recording right now. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hit the middle of that sandwich again. Come on. What are you? Fucking look over there and see that. I'm almost done. Uh, that would have been tragic. I can't bite the whole middle. Dude, I can't even fucking look at that right now. I think I made it through the worst part that we're gonna make it through. You just have a lady getting dressed. I can eat a sandwich to that. Alright. You do more shell. You suck at making that salad, sir. I tried, dude. So good job, Johnny. I think I made it. You made it. I think I made it. Leave it in a rough part. Alright, so there you go. What finish. do you have to say for yourself? You gotta finish. You gotta finish. That is a disgusting fucking movie. I'll never watch it. <laughs>
Dude, just the music is like, what the fuck? Now I don't want to see what's going on. Ooh, I like that, though. <laughs> you know, watching next salad while I'm watching this isn't that great either. into a porno, it's okay, I can eat egg salad all the way through it. Fucking no way. I think I made it. There you go, folks. Last bite. He did it. I didn't even really throw up. I only dry heaped a few. Mostly because you kept uh, some some uh, shell in there, dude. Disgusting, you fucking pig! Why do you watch this kind of crap? You and Johnny watch this kind of fucking garbage. What kind of a disgusting nope. pig are you? That's it. All right. That is almost empty, and now we're done. There you go. That. That was pretty bad, but it wasn't as bad as I as I thought it was gonna be. So there you go. All right, so we eat a dick, everybody. All right. <laughs> dude, that music in the background is nasty enough for this fucking thing, dude. I swear to God, we did it. Hey, we did it. Serious. The whole time you're eating that.